1: Hey, look at that. We're live. I don't even know. Is this thing on? Can you even hear me? What the hell's going on? It's a Friday. You're listening. You're watching. However, you're consuming the program. Phillyvoice.com slash The Middle will be joined by the SportsMap Radio Network coming up in six minutes as we follow the boss and the gloss on Fridays, Harry, not just Jake Asman. That's Super Bowl champ, NBC analyst Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, And thank goodness, but we've got a football game going on on Sunday. We have golf going on right now, but clearly this is all about one thing, right? And that's Eagles beating the Giants because I can't imagine the conversation that's going to happen on Monday or even Sunday afternoon if, in fact, this Philadelphia Eagles team finds a way to lose this football game now I'm not saying they are going to lose the game I took the Giants with the points but this would be no team in the NFC East is out of the woods no and Eagles to lose this game would be a sobering reminder of just how tight this division is
2: yeah it would and Come they on, could man. they could lose the game I mean this is not a lock we talked about this uh, a week or so ago about looking at the head at the schedule and I, I remember us all agreeing that we can't put down a lock win for this road game against the Giants, even though the Eagles are a
3: better team, right? There's no such sort of thing as a better team in this division. I mean, <laughs> well, they Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, I, Barrett, uh, but, I don't know about that. What happens, to be fair, on the flip side, what happens if the Eagles do win this game? which well, I think they're going really to win it. Right. They're gonna win it, but does that not, does that not fuel the conversation that maybe the Eagles are separating? Maybe not separated, but separating
3: themselves. They are separating themselves. They're getting healthier. They're bringing back quality athletes, uh, game changing athletes for their for their organization. When you have a run game now consistently with a guy that Doug trust hmm. uh, and Miles Sanders, it really changes their dynamics on how they go about pl- calling the game plan. Number one of, you know, um how the defense will get more rest with him being on the field. I mean, those are all things that, you know, with, the, with off the line being um, a lot more healthy with starters coming back instead of backups that were, you know, starters. Those are all things that really change how you call an offense, how much time they spend on the field, keeping the ball out of Jones's hands. Those are those are compliments, you know, from the pass to the run that will help them be a better team all around. So yeah, they'll and- get better for health. And Goddard too uh,
2: might be back too. Which, exactly. You know, you put Goddard and Sanders in that offense, Rager. Uh, you know, giving him some speed, uh, dynamic. Uh, you know, to to get down the field. I mean, it, it can totally change the way Doug can call the game. Absolutely.
1: Think about who the leading receiver was the last time these two teams played. Do you remember? I don't know. <laughs> Richard Rogers.
2: Oh, that's right. The tight end. And he got five catches or something, didn't he?
1: Yeah. So you would think if Rogers can do it, then Dallard, Goddard sure as hell can right. do it. Right? I mean, that yeah. opened things up where Goddard's going to look like the second coming of Mark Bavaro. Uh, Mark Bavaro. <laughs>
2: oh, those were the days, Eitan. I mean, that was football back in the 80s with Bavaro. That was when the NFC East was at its
3: pinnacle.
1: <laughs> Mark Bavaro. Bavaro.
3: Man, come on. He was. He was uh He was Rocky esque, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. at He was just a hard. <laughs> yeah, just a hardworking guy that just goes out there, just does his job. You know. Yep. Is Doesn't say much. No. Mm-mm. No. No, he's no? not. No. I not mean, even I, close.
1: No, not even close. I mean, he's a two-time no. Super Bowl champ. I thought he was pretty damn good.
3: He as was far
1: as competitive in his era. I mean, look, you're not talking about. The, at that point, a tight end it was a luxury if he can catch a football. Right, <laughs>
2: right. Yeah, there there, <laughs> there were no, no Travis football. Kelseys really back no, then, right?
1: No, you right. exactly. That would be it. I I don't know. I just I, I thought for some reason he would be close, but man, you guys are pretty down on Bavaro. Kellen well, that Winslow. Wasn't
2: that. Yeah, those were you the know. guys that you. He's know. in
1: the Giants Ring of Honor.
2: Well, yeah, he's got to be in that. Absolutely.
1: i but I'd no, have to, I'd have one, to look though. at
2: the numbers, but I mean, he was one of the best. Uh, players at his position during that that time period. There's no question about it. Maybe they don't. You know, it's, maybe it was tougher to get in as a tight end back then. Probably no. You're you know, probably right. That's so, exactly
3: the case. Now exactly. we have
1: a game on Sunday, and it, it's still. It, it, this is what's crazy about it is we'll be joined by the network in about a minute, so I'll just be quick with this. But this, I think, is going to be Carson Wentz's biggest test so far because he's going to have so much around him. That's healthy for the first time in probably a while, especially if Alshon's playing, etc. So all of this, hey, just let wait until guys get healthy. Wait until guys come around. This is a game. We can't see Carson go out there throw for two twenty and two picks.
2: Wait, wait, did you, you mention Alshon? Who's
1: that? I know a lot of people don't couldn't Stop. take
3: it right now. <laughs> I'm so a wait. fan out of a lineup. I'm still, I'm still a fan. I think Alshon Brooks,
1: still- the first one in. Look at that yeah. artist working viewer that we have. First one in <laughs> last one out. Unbelievable. Philo.
2: <laughs> good morning, mom. <laughs> uh, I know we're going to be breaking here soon, but uh, Jimmy Kemsky I, added I, some good information about the giants, that we have to get to.
1: Okay. Very nice. We also have, and we'll open up on the network a little bit with this last night's game a major statement made by an individual who does not curse
4: Mm.
5: this is a media property in partnership with jacob media
6: and you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The
7: Middle starts now on the Sports Map Radio Network.
5: Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can.
7: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry
4: Mays.
1: Yes, we welcome you in a football Friday. There still is a little college football going on, so we'll squeeze that in as we have a lot of NFL action Including what happened last night, a major statement made by Philip Rivers in the Indianapolis Colts. We've got I told the you of the NFC East. Hold on a second. I don't necessarily know if you told us so much. Oh my goodness! I think you kind of hedged a little bit and gave what would happen if the Titans won. What would happen? I think didn't you pick the Titans?
3: No, I didn't. You picked the Colts. I said Colts, in fact, I said Colts and they're going to win by more than a touchdown. I said, well, huh. a touchdown. I said by seven. Colts by a a seven. I said the Titans,
2: but I didn't bet it.
1: I got crushed all around from my pick on the show, (laughs) my pick last night on the TV show, to my pick last night on the app. So the only thing that salvaged me last night was looking up, and the Titans are down 17 points. I got in real quick live, the Colts minus 14 and a half. (laughs) And what happened was the Titans missed that fourth down, And then after that, it was the Colts. And remember, what saved me at the end was Mike Vrabel. See, everybody's all upset about Mike Vrabel. How does Mike Vrabel pulls all his guys out at the end? Not me. That saved me a lot of money last night. Mike Vrabel waving the white flag with 2.30 left and three timeouts. Thank you, Mike.
2: How about how horrific their special teams were oh, last night? I oh mean, my, my God, they had a punt block. They had one return for a score. They missed a field goal. I mean, just awful all around on special teams. And it goes to show when it goes that bad in that portion of that part of the game, that's, that can lose you football games.
3: Like it just did. I mean, mm-hmm. offensively, Indianapolis really wasn't doing anything special. It's all the extra stuff like, you know, getting the little, little, little cherry on top with special teams. I mean, that that's what won the game Short for the, for the Colts,
2: Yeah. Field. Yep. Yep.
3: And, and I couldn't, couldn't believe like, it was like
2: It was like NC State on parade last night. You had, of course, the the ancient one, Phillip Rivers, who went there. You had Jacoby Brissett coming off the bench for a touchdown. And right. Naeem <laughs> Hines, of yeah. course, is a young, uh, nice running back from NC State for the Colts. Who just got yeah. yeah.
4: his starting
1: job, mind you. All right. We're back in three minutes. Live on the stream, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. And you're listening to the show. On Sports Map Radio.
2: The, the, the middle. Are you calling him Yannick because you can't pronounce Ngakwe, or is he like a soccer player to you that is good enough to be called by his first name only? It's not like he's share status, right. where
1: he has deserved his own name. Or Ronaldo. Name. Right. That's right. probably, yeah, because you went yeah. soccer, so I should have stayed soccer and not gone share. But I do think right. right, that we're talking about a guy who's probably just more known as Yannick than Yannick Ngakwe or just Ngakwe or that guy who was disgruntled in Jacksonville.
2: Although Cher on that battleship on that video that she did a ton of years ago Man, I still go back to that.
3: Uh, now we got shared. Yeah. Now we, we transferred. If I can turn share. back
2: time, isn't that the song? Are, are you that in on the share video? Like, I couldn't tell you a share. Yeah, yeah. If I could turn back time, it was on this battleship. I'm watching it right now. The
5: Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern.
8: The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of,
1: A minute,
2: Dustin Johnson, man, he is on fire.
1: Yeah, two straight birdies, huh?
2: Eleven and twelve, yeah.
3: I, can't. I consumed about an hour and fifteen, maybe an hour and ten minutes of you know the golf. Yes. Then what it, uh, what was your takeaway? I, I I just can't get past the 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 um, luck and skill thing, man. No, <laughs> just no luck. Can't get past it, you know. <laughs> they, they it's definitely skill. I, yeah. I go out there. It amazes it's me awesome. that I go out there and thinking that I can, you know, uh, if I just practice a little bit, I can do this. You know, maybe if I practice a little bit, I'll get lucky enough to do something. These guys like willing to do it, like backspin. Remember, we talked about backspin out there. Yeah, of the course, yeah. I I see exactly what you're talking about. Oh, it's oh
1: ridiculous. Uh, look at that foul
2: shot! Wow. Oh, your boy Fratelli is backing up.
1: Good. I didn't have any. No, but that's the thing, Barrett. Like it's it's just it's insanity, man. Bad shots by these guys are lifetime shots for us. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, look, they—they they, every now and again it's horrific, and you're in the bush, but
7: <laughs> that thing was Scott. I've never this seen anything like that. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network,
5: presented by Rocket Mortgage.
7: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right,
1: let's look at last night, and then we have a big game. I know it's not big all around, but it's big to us. So if it matters to us, we'll make it matter to you. But let's look. Last (laughs) night was a pretty big statement made by the Indianapolis Colts. And, yes, Barrett Brooks called it. He was the one who called it here on the show on Thursday. Phillip Rivers, from Rivers to Hines to Pittman, I mean, those three guys pretty much on all levels of the offense, took care of it, yes, when you have a, what, third punter in as many games, things are not going to work well on special teams. But, look, credit the Colts for taking advantage of that. Credit the Colts for smelling blood in the water, recognizing that it's a new face back there, and putting a ton of pressure on them. The Colts beat them up. This was a Debo-level smack. I mean, the Titans at home could not even muster up a field goal in the second half. And honestly, I think the Colts right now, this is as big of outside of beating the Ravens or, you know, the Chiefs, something like that. This is as big of a statement as you can make that says both that you've arrived and that you belong in the conversation that we put the other teams atop the AFC. And also that maybe that Titans, despite six and three, maybe that Titans team isn't as good as people think.
3: Yeah, I mean, they could run the rock and run and rock consistently. Um, You know that's that's a major force. You know, especially with these days where defenses have become a lot, you know, smaller. As far as you know, they want more guys that can cover. Linebackers are smaller these days because they have to cover tight ends, maybe even go on the slot and cover wide receivers. So they really are not built to, uh, to to handle the run. You know, even defensive linemen are become smaller. You know, look at the Aaron Donalds; those guys are actually small compared back in the day when I played and when they had huge guys at um at the defensive tackle position. You know, remember uh you know. The fridge and, you know, his brother, Michael Dean Perry, well, these days are smaller. So you, this, t- you know, both the Ravens and the Titans are taking advantage of that and going back to the old style of running the ball. And I think the significant difference in last night's game, when I sat down and I'm, you know, of course I look at it like an analyst, I saw the Titans off the line, not getting as much movement as they did in the past. Um, I, I, Indianapolis made them make decisions as far as blocking safeties in the run count, you know, you have to say, All right, you have this guy, you have this guy. Well, they put a safety inside the box also to make sure you account for him. So the offensive line couldn't just fire off and just worry about their guy. They had to get off and get safeties and linebackers, things of that nature, also. So the game plan, we talked about it yesterday. Coaching is definitely a, a major, major perspective on how these games are being played these days. You know, it used to be you had superior athletes go out there and play ball. Well, you have to coach your way out of victories now, special teams they had a better um a better game plan than the titans did. coaching has become a major major factor these days.
2: well and better execution uh clearly right. in special teams, yep. but this is a this is a good race now in this division between these two teams. the other two teams are long since out of it. Uh, and and they're going to have a rematch in two weeks in Indianapolis, which is going to be another big game. Uh, next week, Indianapolis has the Packers. The Titans have the Ravens. The Colts still have the Steelers on the schedule on a road game in December. And the, um, the Titans still have the Packers on the schedule. So, plus their divisional game. So, going to be a great race. Well, that's yeah.
1: why last night is so important. Because it's kind of like the opposite element, or no, I guess it would be the technical, it would be the same, except the teams are just horrifically bad. But it's the same component that we're dealing with here in the NFC East, where the Eagles can't afford to lose division games because when you look at everything, even Cleveland coming up in a week, that's difficult as well. These games are must win if you're trying to lock down the division. And last night was huge. I mean, the Titans are basically put now behind the eight ball, not just because they lose the tiebreaker, but. They can't afford to fall one game back. Now, the good news is that, like, the Washington football team or the Giants in the NFC East, you're still going to go up against tough teams, but the Titans really put themselves in a difficult position, really. now, Now I think it's like that might be enough of a separation. Even if the Titans come back and beat the Colts, you still have to deal with that minefield of the schedule. Both of them do,
2: mind you. Well, the Colts have the Texans left on their schedule twice. And those are games that they're going to have to win.
1: That's pretty good, though. Right.
2: Yeah, it is. it
3: is. Yeah.
1: That's that's a nice little piece of cake. Slight well,
3: cake. We, we, we talked about, you know, we, we talked about, you know, coaching and, and how it figures into these games these days. Um, I didn't think Mike Vrabel made the proper adjustments, understanding what the, the, the uh, Colts were doing to him. I mean, like I said, they were putting those extra extra men in the box. So why didn't you let that that elite wide receiver core. I think that wide receiver core is elite. Those guys can play. You got, you know, Corey Davis, A.J. Brown. Yeah, Brown's I mean, a they, stud. All right, you know, why not use them? That means you got one on one on the outside. You got to pass the ball instead of running the ball. Don't keep knocking your head against the wall. I mean, it's the total opposite of what we work with the Eagles. Eagles well, are going to pass the ball, pass the ball. Well, they run the ball, run the ball, but they didn't give an opportunity for Brown and those guys to really go out there and make a difference. They could have made a difference one-on-one against them. I thought that would have been the turning point of the game if they would used their passing game as opposed to running game.
2: Now, what do you think that is? Does he not trust Tannehill enough?
1: Well, he, um, why would you? Look at what Tannehill did last night. Yeah,
3: I'm, but I'm saying he has been good. Yeah, he has been good, but lot of
1: pressure in Tannehill's face last night.
3: Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's that's one. I think that offensive line specializes in running the ball, and mm-hmm. you know sometimes you have to take away a little bit of your athleticism and passing in your passing game because now you have offensive alignment that are more so guys that are going to be grunt guys who are just going to knock you off the ball as opposed to setting back and having to be athletes and you know mirror guys that are pretty fast. So you know. It's just it's just a tough situation for Vrabel to be in. And I don't know if he necessarily trusts Ryan Tannehill to be a passing, you know, type of quarterback every play of the game. He wasn't when he was with Miami. Yeah. He's,
1: they're, you know, they're down their best pass protector as well. Right. Tackle and Taylor Luan. Yeah, it looked like and, and it goes back to what you were saying, Barrett, about coaching and then also execution, Harry, as far as putting people in the right spot and basically just saying, go ahead and do it where. It felt like Frank Reich and his team were so prepared for this game that not only their own guys knew what they were doing from an execution standpoint, but it was aimed at taking full advantage of weaknesses on the Titans. Okay, you guys are are, a run first, run heavy. You're missing Luan. We're going to pressure the hell out of the outside, open some stuff up eventually in the middle. Okay, Mm. you're running a third punter in the third week. In a row, we're going to pressure you right up the middle and make it really difficult for this guy. just felt like – I mean, think about it. There was a stretch last night where I was actually surprised when I looked up and, like, it felt like eight or nine minutes of game time where the ball hit the ground, where Phillip Rivers actually threw the ball and it hit the ground because every single time he was dropping back, it was a completed pass, and it was for, like, 12 or 13 yards.
3: Nickel and diamond. Got nickel and diamond. And, that, and that's a great way of doing it. I, I I wouldn't mind Carson doing it. He was only
2: sacked once.
3: Right. You know, and yeah. then that's what it does. It takes you out of harm's yeah. way. You know, get the ball out of your hands, man. And and I look at I look at that game and I saw so many parallels – not so many parallels, but so many things that, that brought me back to the Eagles. You know, of course, you know, with any obstacle, you got Frank Reich. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, guys like that on the roster. You know, I mean, guys like that that, you know, were influential in uh, them winning the Super Bowl. But then I started looking at – even looking at um, – the Titans, I mean, Dennis Kelly, we lost that trade, man. We <laughs> traded, we got, you know, what's it, Doriel Green Beckham? Mm-hmm. And they got Dennis Kelly. Dennis Kelly is the notorious great. DGB, as <laughs> he was known. In <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And we lost that trade because, I mean, how long did we have him on, on the roster? Not long at all. But look at Dennis Kelly. He start, he's, been, he's been a starter for the last three years. Start well, on both sides.
1: I'm glad you brought that up because Frank Reich seems to be At least here in Philadelphia, and and look, this has now become a national thing because NFL has picked up on this. And I don't know if you guys saw this specific story. It came out a couple of hours ago, but it, it falls in line with what you're saying about Carson Wentz. We've looked at Frank Reich as the symbol of accountability. And when Reich is gone, it seems like Doug Peterson is doing whatever the hell. It's like a substitute teacher is mm. now running this thing, as opposed to Reich, who was a coordinator, mind you, right. know, but still like accountable and and flip as well. John D. Filippo, the quarterback coach at the time. Well, it's come out now, and, and again, you can take it for what it's worth, but it continues to pile up. Unnamed NFL coordinator <laughs> calls Wentz quote atrocious, rips Eagles coaching hierarchy says there's no accountability. I'll read you the quote. The Athletic took a look at its quarterback tier rankings. The coaches, coordinators, and execs who weighed in on each player weren't afraid to make their evaluation blunt. I'm reading that from the... But not public. But not public, right. Right. And I think the Athletic even said that, like this is an off-the-record thing. Mm -hmm. So, yes, we'll blame everybody involved for fueling this. But here's the quote. Wentz needs to hit rock bottom because his decision-making is just atrocious. He doesn't know when to say when. Everything is trying to extend the play like it's the last play of the game every play. They have all these coaches, all these analytics guys, but there isn't anybody holding him accountable. He is not afraid of anybody, and he's not accountable enough, and they probably think he is, but the results don't say that, which is hard.
2: Wow. Here's my evaluation of that quote. You mean this isn't rock bottom? What we what we've seen out of Carson Wentz over the last couple of games? What makes worse? <laughs>
3: exactly. What is rock bottom? This Sunday afternoon at the Meadowlands. Well, I, like I said, you know, I I, I keep saying and I've been on the record of saying it. If you can't self check in a game, it, you're only going to start an avalanche. You're going to start your play is going to start getting bad to worst, and and. He needs somebody to really, you know, focus, refocus him or, or, or do him, you know, all right, this is what's going on. Or even saying, hey, man, you messing up, you know, mm-hmm. stop doing this and do that. And if you don't have that type of person on the sideline, it's really hard to self-correct because he's evidently he can't self-correct. It's not working. It's, it hasn't worked this hard, entire year. So he needs somebody there to help him out. You know, last year they had McCown. They didn't have anybody right now. I mean, he's not going to listen to Sudfield. He's not going to listen to the rookie, you know, so he needs somebody there to hold him accountable. Filippo would definitely do that. And do he's gone the- now. He got his, he got his ass out of there. Where, where is he now? Cause he's moved around a few times. Is he Chicago? I think he might be in Chicago. Um, quarterback coach or something in Chicago. Nagy? I think I so. He moved to be an offensive coordinator, but no, he's, yeah, he's a quarterback's
1: coach because he got fired. As Yeah.
3: He were, was, right. yeah, he was down. He, he was, right. the reason why Foles was down there and, uh, in uh, Jacksonville. So he right. left Jacksonville, went to Chicago and look who went with him. But, you know, those type of things. I well, understand what saying. this year, but that's for damn sure. <laughs> all right. But still, you you got to be held accountable for what you do, you know, it, and you got to be able to focus on on, you know, all right, I'm in this rut. Who can help me get out of this rut? I can't do it all myself as, as evident, when you know, what is play okay. right now.
1: I'm not even, I don't even want to use the term devil's advocate because I think it connotes something that I'm not trying to do. I'm actually just trying to push this a little further. Do we see this happening elsewhere where, and I'm not talking about Drew Brees or Tom Brady, right? I mean, Patrick, I don't care if anybody's holding Patrick Mahomes accountable. The guy's throwing no look passes en route to a 45 touchdown season and he's got a ring. So it's different if you're established, but. Who's holding Dak Prescott accountable? And then you can ask yourself, do you even want whoever's holding Dak Prescott accountable holding him accountable? If that's Mike McCarthy, so that's well, what I'm saying. Like, is that it? Can't just be the Philadelphia Eagles guys that are this dysfunctional with their quarterback situation.
3: Well, we're talking about accountability. Well, that's not necessarily what you say when you when you talk about Dak. Dak is a system guy. Dak plays well within the system they put him in. He's not really trying to go out there and, and play beyond the system. Well, Carson's different. Carson from is. He's trying yeah. to play beyond the system. He. I don't know if he, he's at that status that he can do what a Russell Wilson does, yeah. or do what an Aaron Rodgers does. That's hero yeah. ball, exactly. That's, so you know,
2: Jim, Jimmy Kempsky I think calls it hero ball. You know, yeah. like Russell exactly. Wilson does oh, that yeah. each and every week because he's able to do it. Well, he, he has, has to also. Right.
1: The original hero ball was Russ Westbrook back on the Thunder. oh that, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> he he redefined. I don't know. Maybe somebody like maybe Gervin was doing it back in the day. George, digital hero ball was just up 12 points, four minutes left, start launching threes <laughs> left and right. And all of a sudden you lose the game like, whoa, so no, <laughs> right. I, I get it. And, and there's a lot to that. All right. Coming up, we've got a lot of things happening in the NFL. We'll continue to hit on this stuff here with the Eagles Giants. Also, some bigger games of note, including some bigger lines and also. Breaking news regarding the Masters. Yes, that's right, the Masters. And you'd be surprised, Barrett crushed that over yesterday. So we have a lot going on here. It's the middle, Philly
8: slash the middle. And of course, listening on Sports Map Radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. All
4: right, two minutes. Two minutes. What
1: am I doing? 29... 29, 29 is, isn't it just amazing though, man? Like I was watching this morning, this dude, he's he's 200 yards out. It's a par three. Hits a six iron, which I could never even comprehend hitting that far. Well, maybe a little bit, but still like dead. So he hits it and the ball lands three feet, four feet from the T and just stops. Doesn't even move. It just stops. And I'm like, my goodness, man, I, it's just it's
3: such a deflating thing. You know. What do you say? There's, there's a guy out there that doesn't have anything lower than a than a than a six. Oh, that's six iron. Seven. Yeah. Seven iron. That's <laughs> crazy, man. No driver or anything. I'm just I'm just oh, out yeah, there. Yeah. He
1: has uh, he has the driver, a three wood and then uh, seven, eight, nine pitching wedge and then a bunch of like smaller wedges. Crazy. Yep. So, Because it's basically, he doesn't need it. He doesn't need, he, he'll never use a sick, he'll hit a six iron too far. So he doesn't <laughs> need it. It's crazy, man. Like, think about it. We we didn't see, we've never seen this before. And that's something we can talk about when we get back. But we've never seen this before. Not even with Tiger Woods, which which is amazing.
2: We're not back yet, right?
1: No, we're back in about uh, 30 seconds.
2: All right. Why? No, I just want to make sure I didn't miss. The rejoin.
5: No, you're good. You're good.
2: Boy, that place we were at yesterday is really cool. Yeah, I saw some X golf. Really nice.
1: Saw a bunch of pics on it.
2: Did you talk to Matt Smith at
1: all? Not yet. No, I'm gonna call him today when I'm uh on the walk.
2: The walk. (laughs) You need to videotape the walk. I've live streamed the walk.
7: You're
4: listening
1: to The Leo Middle base. on
7: the Sports
5: Network, <laughs> oh, Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage.
7: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
1: A lot going on with a football Friday here. Phillyvoice.com slash The Middle. We've kind of looked at a bunch of different angles on the game itself, but you know, now and the Giants, by the way, are down to three. So... You
2: missed. Yeah, the, I saw that. You missed the hook. Well, an opportunity missed maybe for unless, some people,
1: for some, not yeah. at all for some, unless you jumped in. I, you know, and, and maybe you even want to buy them up to four, but mm-hmm. here's the thing: This report now comes out the athletic. And I was looking at this whole thing by the athletic. It looks like you saw some pretty scathing takes on a lot of people. But this seems to be something that continues to come back. And look, Daniel Jones or these other guys who are on bottom tiers, they don't, it's not like there's anything glowing said about Daniel Jones or these other guys. I think the sobering reminder for us is that a guy who was the MVP before he got hurt in 2017 is now fighting his way to stay out of the basement tier of quarterbacks. And that's mm. pretty disappointing.
2: Well, yeah, you're right, but I mean, what about the guy that was drafted ahead of him out in Los Angeles? There's not a lot of glowing praise coming out for for Goff either, right? But he, no, I I agree, and he is now you know considered like a system guy, right? But it's the coach, the coach that takes all the sort of the shine, and it's his offense, and he sort of has, I think, a bigger stamp on what they do as a football team than
3: maybe Doug does. Well, you know, I told you before about um, uh, Bobby Hoying mm-hmm. and how much of an effect that Gruden had on him, you know, when he first started and became a starters for all right, you know, with 322 wide stick nod, you're going to throw it to the nod route. Get it to the stick nod route. Don't worry about anything else. And the defense may pick it off in, in practice. But no, during the game, I don't care if you pick it off in practice. You just throw it where I tell you or, you know, whatever it is, you know. He would tell him exactly where to throw the ball, and it mm-hmm. worked. He, he, it had some success. You know, came back the next year, Gruden left, and now he has to read a defense. Now he right. has to understand the Now he where has ball to make the decision. And of where he to can't put the do it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I'm um, not saying that Carson Light that's definitely not what Carson is. But I, I know that there's a lot more control in Carson's mind to do what he wants to do mm-hmm. and run the office the way he wants to run it, even within a play and the confines of what the play is designed to do. So if you're not following what the players are designed to do and doing your own thing and freestyling, who's going to hold them accountable for that? And that accountability is what people are starting to think about and say now and understand that, you know, coaching has a lot to do with a player's success. And a, a coach can make a player better than what they are. And if a player freestyles, you know, it comes out, it, it, it tends to lead. Past what you are, but it might be the exact opposite when you go to a Rod and what he had when he had McCarthy. Right, so, and, those are all you know things you have to worry about. And
2: think, think about, about think about the freestylers that are out there right now. We talked about Russell Wilson. We talk about him all the time. Mahomes Monchon. is a Mahomes is a freestyler. Right, are talking about rappers here. For no, 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 <laughs> no, not not autonomous. Although if you want <laughs> right. to give us a couple no, of no, bars, I was, was going to see if we get
1: Monchon or something for the Eagles <laughs> Giants prep and oh
2: shit. Farrow? Yeah, but
1: you uh, so <laughs> may continue. I apologize.
2: No, but I mean you look at these freestylers. Carson is not one of those guys. He and and, and you know, McMullen made the, the point of a week or so ago. Stop trying to be Brett Favre. You're not Brett Favre. Right, right. You know, right. be more of a system guy. And as you get your players back in in, you know, positions of wide receiver, tight end, and running back, then things will be fine.
3: Yeah, sometimes you want to push too hard. Yeah, I think you have to be more than what you are because the talent around you isn't what you think uh, you could you could flourish it. And I understand that, but sometimes you know it's good to just be a system quarterback. There's nothing wrong. I mean, it's not a cuss word. You know, no. I mean, there's a lot of guys that have won Super Bowls being system guys. The
1: problem you know, now though is is that you've piled on, not you specific, but I'm saying we have a a complete pile on this weekend where. This game now has way more added drama to it than necessary for a guy who it looks like needs as little stuff around him as possible in order to truly flourish. Carson Wentz is dealing with his idol in Brett Favre going public saying, well, you know, uh, they should have kept Nick Foles. And then on top of that, media going back and forth and asking him everybody in the city talking about building up and continuing to rehash Nick Foles. And then you have on Friday, it's like one of these scenes in the movie where you know the guy gets up after getting his butt kicked and then <laughs> one last punch, like, all right, well, here you go. Here's that coordinator. Here's that coordinator. Right. Telling you that you're a selfish SOB. Bam. Right <laughs> to the ground. It's like, how much more can you take? You have like Carson Wentz might not, not have been outside of a playoff game, which, we saw him get knocked out of last year this might be the biggest regular season game for Carson Wentz in
3: his career well it has to be you know and and
1: but it's against the Giants and yeah. both teams are above below 500 Barrett that's what I'm saying that's how nuts it is so
2: you're well, saying you did. though but so you're saying Aton, that he needs to look uh extra special on Sunday he can't just game manage this thing and you know, uh, you know, win the game by three points, not do anything too extravagant, you know, a hunt, you know, 220 yards passing one touchdown, no interceptions. That's not going to be good enough. No, 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 that's fine. My
1: mm. point of it is that you can't afford to do what you've been doing. If you're Carson Wentz, which turn you- the ball over. Exactly. And you can't, God forbid this team loses because for Wentz, and this is more of, I feel sorry than an attack is. For Wentz, he's now going to open up. I, people are going to be talking about it. Brett Favre is going to be right back on first take Monday morning if Carson Wentz throws three interceptions and the Giants win. And it's going to be, see, you know, Nick Foles. Nick Foles could be sitting on his hand warmers at the half bench for Mitchell Trubisky. And it <laughs> right. will still be about Wentz this. And then now all about being selfish and all. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's like Wentz has three people he needs to answer to. Brett Favre, this ridiculous coordinator, and himself. That's tough. Man, not easy. All right. Breaking news. Barrett Brooks has hit the over. Yeah. For the amount of time he spent watching golf yesterday.
2: And Dustin Johnson <laughs> is starting to break away from the field here.
1: It was that 4:50 earlier? We'll see if people jumped on. 6:50, I apologize.
2: He's 3 under today. My goodness, 10 under for the 100%. tournament.
1: We'll get to that next. Man, he was 650 last night. The only guy that was higher was JT. Actually, th- I threw uh I threw DJ out last night as the as the um cuz we had the top 5.
2: His putter just looks fantastic.
1: This is like perfect, man, you know?
2: There's no wind. They're going to no. tear this place apart.
1: Especially after yesterday. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine they've done much to the course since of uh, all the rain and and nastiness.
2: Well, they have what they call a sub air system underneath all these greens. Marion just put it in uh, a year or two ago. And it's a system that basically sucks the moisture out of the ground and then blows air back up into the Uh, roots of the grass. What? So they can dry this place out, the greens out, and keep them firm and fast.
3: Wow. But yeah. my question. It went from being just the fan to now, oh, <laughs> right. now doing all that. Right.
1: But I guess my question is does that just get you back to status quo? Are you then able to move and and actually like add to the green and, and build as far as any type of rise or rap? well? They'll
2: get tougher pin placements as the weekend goes on. Sure. Yeah. You know.
1: But they're not building up anything around it.
2: No. Hmm.
1: Golf network isn't even showing anything still.
2: No, it won't be till one o'clock. Now they'll probably be extra golf on tomorrow morning early again, just like there was today. Because these guys are some teeing off at like two forty-five. They're only going to oh, get no. like eight holes in.
1: Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. Oh, ESPN Plus
3: has DJs.
2: Right? Yeah, you got to pay for that, though. Right? Yep, yep. Yeah.
3: I'm just watching the uh, online Masters, uh. And i you know, I was, I was, I was looking at it. Right? I was look, seeing how, uh, how all these guys are, you know, just sitting there on the sides of the golfers. I mean, just sitting there. You know, I mean, they're not. I mean, it's not even a what? It's not even. 30 yards, you know, the width of the greens is like 30 yards. Mm-hmm. And there are all these guys just sitting there, you know, taking pictures and all this. And I was just thinking to myself, if that was me sitting there, I'd have probably killed about 15 people <laughs> throughout the day, you know, hitting them as I'm what, trying to drive. <laughs> right, and tearing them up. Man. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about they're right there, right in front of them. Kind of like the Carolina
2: Panthers this weekend.
3: Mm, what's that number at?
2: Uh, five and a half, six.
1: Host in the box, six. I see it here,
2: and I like Seattle.
1: Yeah, I like Seattle too. I'll take points with Russ all day.
5: of it,
2: like Packers now, it's down to thirteen.
7: This is the middle on the sports.
2: Yeah, that's a hold your nose game.
5: Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Just take the
2: points and hold Play your the the nose. Part
7: the Auto Parts Studios. Here's Play Anton points, Shander, take, right? Barrett oh. Brooks, and Harry Mays. So
1: Ron sent this to me. Guys were talking about it in the morning. We've got to credit Tony D on this one. And I'm going to read you the email because it's rather fascinating. I don't know how often we've had this in the NFL, but with the Colts defeating the Titans last night, we know both teams now are six and three. Mm -hmm. So seven outcomes need to happen on Sunday. In order to have eleven teams with a record of six and three, let's see how realistic this is. It's it's no points or nothing like that. Just a matter of outright victories, okay? Mm-hmm. Browns over the Texans, fair
2: enough. Right.
1: Raiders over the Broncos. I would think that's decent, right?
2: Yeah, a good Char- probability there.
1: Dolphins over the Chargers. No offense, Ron, but look, mm-hmm. the Chargers will probably keep it close and then find a way to lose it.
2: That's what they've done.
1: That's what they do. Yeah. Then it gets a little tricky. Rams over the Seahawks.
2: Mm.
1: Now, no, it's possible. Well, yeah, right. It's not something that we should write off. It's it's possible. And look, I'll take the points with the Seahawks. But the Rams at home beating Seattle would not shock me. I think I'd be a little more surprised if Arizona beat Buffalo. But that's also what needs to happen.
2: Mm -hmm. They're at home, Arizona.
1: Correct. So it's not, again, both scenarios are doable. Mm -hmm. Even if we don't believe it's going to happen, both are very doable. Right. Now it gets into the realm of uh, Ravens. Yeah. Patriots need to beat the Ravens. No, (laughs) that ain't happening. And then the one that definitely ain't happening is the Jags over the Packers.
3: Right. Right
1: but in reality we could have nine teams if you take the jags out and the patriots out of teams that need to win bucks are on a bye and they're already at 6 and 3 mm-hmm. we could have nine teams that are 6 and 3 10 technically if oh no yeah nine teams right there if you want to look at it
2: when well, the bucks aren't on a bye they play carolina they were right
1: right so they're sitting at 6 and 3 right mm-hmm. now So coming into this, right, it would it would basically be a matter of looking at those scenarios playing out. But you could have nine at six and three, six Mm. and three is a pretty damn good record. It is. And for a bunch of teams to all have a similar record, you know, it's not like a, a four and four or like a four and five type thing.
2: Yeah. Usually
1: I, you have that middle pack in the NFL.
2: I know a team not far from where you and I and Barrett live that would kill for. They pay for 6 and 3 right now. You ain't
3: never lied. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's it's ridiculous because, you know, I I don't know. I mean, I, I sit back and I'm I'm trying to go through, you know, the scenario on, on, on which this team could be more than win more games than 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 7 games and I it's it's slim to none of a chance for them to do it. Well, I mean, they'd have to beat both Cleveland and Arizona, right? And win the division games, right? That right. gets yeah. them to eight wins, I think. Yep. But you really think so? That's the I me. Mean, that's the thing, you know. I don't. I don't know, man. And and and, and getting back to no. this this quarterback thing, where you you know a game manager and. There have been a lot of teams that have won Super Bowls. You know, look at the Ravens. Two thousand was it? Two thousand Ravens or ninety-nine Ravens? They run with Trent Dilfer. Mm-hmm. He was he was a game manager. Even as far as Peyton Manning, his last Super Bowl that he won, he was yeah. not Peyton Manning. No, you're it right. He was a game manager. That defense won the Super Bowl for him. So there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, Brad Johnson on. with Tampa yeah, Bay back Exactly, in Brad
1: Johnson. Yeah. Guys that were not good as far as like from a skill set. Carson Wentz, there, there's middle ground here, all right? There's a difference yeah. between being Trent Dilfer where you essentially were told, don't screw it up. <laughs> like that's the game plan. When you talk about a game manager, Barrett, for Trent Dilfer, it was don't screw it up. Like that right. was the game plan for him. <laughs> I think Wentz, and, and look, there has to be a difference between coloring outside the lines that Wentz is doing and being able to put together a really beautiful painting. Whereas these guys, all they did was use like pencil because it was just easy to do. I mean, Wentz has talent. Wentz has skill. He should be able to like thoroughly flourish in a system Outside of like those guys, I mean, Brad Johnson, come on. We're talking about another guy who was just like, don't do anything bad to screw this game. Yeah, up. he was
2: like a journeyman quarterback, Brad Johnson. Right. Yes. Right. But yes. I mean, think about to the last time these two teams played a couple of weeks ago. We saw we were in the same situation where Carson needed a good game. Right. And we were, I remember saying, hey, Doug, how about you go the, with the no huddle in the opening drive and get him into that rhythm? And they did it. The first couple of uh, plays in that series were no huddle. They went right down the field and scored, and everything looked great. And then it went haywire until the fourth quarter, when Carson just, you know, put the team on his back and won the football game. But in between, everything went wrong, and everything. some of that was on Doug Peterson. Yep, some of it, not of it, half of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. maybe thirty-five <laughs> to forty percent of it. But you're right. Terry Bradshaw says the Steelers are going undefeated. How many oh, yeah? former Steelers are going to come out, keep saying the same stuff? My goodness. They'll all be on first take,
2: one Seriously. after another.
1: <laughs> At least promote this show when you go on first take, Barrett, to tell the world that the Steelers are going to go 16-0 and win the Super Bowl, please. You know, right. all,
3: my, all my former teammates, you know, I follow them and they follow me. And uh, and <laughs> I, I see them on it all the time. You know, they, they, you know 8-0, 9-0, you know, they just keep the, keep the wins going. And I'm just thinking to myself, wow, you know, that, that you know, it's a far cry from what I'm experiencing every Sunday. Who's has been experiencing
1: that? Of all of you guys that played together and all the guys that you keep in touch with, who is like the biggest, like every Sunday, you know, the whole house is decked out. Like
2: rah-rah Steeler guy. Yeah,
1: yeah, Steeler, like wearing his own jersey and all this stuff, <laughs> like still crazy. And the whole family is either there in Steelers gear or they're out of the house. Who's the biggest, wildest, craziest, savage fan out there that you
3: hmm. that I played with? Um,
1: That's still doing it, right? That's what uh, I was saying. Yeah. like. I'm sure that if it's a chat or if it's a text group text, or as you said, people following you and you guys going back on social, is is there anybody like that who's just like, so, you know what I'm saying, Harry? I don't know if I described it in a proper way. Yeah,
2: I don't know that there there are are
3: players at are any players like that anymore. Not really. I mean, I think the closest guy is uh Mike Logan. You know, he's a Pittsburgh guy. He went to West Virginia, Pittsburgh mm-hmm. guy, still lives in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, he's he's Pittsburgh fan through and through, grew up, was born from the womb of Pittsburgh Steeler, mm-hmm. you know, and he finished his career with him, won a Super Bowl with me, with him. So, you know, he's still that consummate, you know, Super Bowl Steeler, you know. I mean, he he, he is Mr. Mr. Pittsburgh. And you know, so I would say that has to that's probably the closest guy, you know, but, you know, you know, like I said, I follow a lot of guys, you know, like um, um, Harrison, he's, he's, he's just, that's, that's all he can be. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I mean, we call him silverback. All he does is lift weights. You know, James Harrison is just a, you know, just, just a a football junkie, lift weights junkie. You know, he spent like, he's one of those guys that spend like a million dollars on his body, probably Mm -hmm. still, you know, that's just who he is. So he's, he's a guy that, so focused and hyper focused on uh training and 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 you okay. know being a stealer.
1: So is Harrison watching old games like I'm watching reruns of King of Queens? It's just on in the background in the house the whole time.
3: Oh, he's not watching anything else. That's he's I'm, right.
1: I'm not watching anything else
4: either.
3: You're right. He's, he's watching old games. He probably right. does. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, he's not just gonna watch regular TV,
4: right?
3: He, he can't lift weights to you know the young and the restless. You know what I mean? <laughs> You can't lift waste the the king of queens. You can't do it. I mean, you gotta have something that can get you high. So, you know, that's oh, all he wants man. to do, lift weights 24 hours a day.
1: That fanDuel commercial he's in is pretty funny. <laughs> right. It's, where, it's, where he tackles really the
3: dude. Yeah, right. Like he doesn't get
1: paid unless he tackles you.
3: Hey, look, this you know, this is this is wild though, but um I had just got signed by this by the Steelers. It's like this is like year uh, you know, year eight. This is year eight for me. And he um he was a, he had, he was a rookie the year before. They cut him. And he went to um he went to the Ravens and they cut him, too. So they brought him back in this year, that year when I was there. And when I'm sitting there, and I guess I look kind of young and I'm, I'm sitting across from um Joey Porter and James Ferry. you know, up, by the way. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. So I'm talking to him, man. You know, we're, we're just chopping it up. And he comes and sits down. And he said, hey, man, go get me a drink. Thinking I was a rookie or something, because he had just got there. I looked at him like, what? You know, so now I'm hot now, so I'm I'm ready to <laughs> cuss him out, and 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 James Ferrier and, and and Porter they just cracking up, they just laughing so hard because mm-hmm. me not I know them because I mean me and James Ferrier we we're in you know we knew each other from from playing against each other for years you know so and he finally tell him hey man that dude right there is an eight year pro man he been in the league eight years he's like, oh 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 my bad man my bad man. I thought you was a rookie man my bad man. but that's the type of guy he was you know what I'm saying Hey, uh. Give me a piece of chicken, man. He was Debo for real. That's hilarious, hey.
2: that man. Dustin I'm Johnson you. just made a bogey.
3: So what is he at now?
2: He's at nine under for the tournament, two under for the day through fourteen, which is his fifth hole. He just okay. bogeyed the fourteenth, which was his fifth hole.
1: Because he teed off again. We everybody teed off a little bit later because they had to wrap up the first round from yesterday. Mm-hmm. But right now he has a pretty. Decent
2: lead. Two shots Two over shots your boy Sun
1: I know. He's already one under through three. This Sun might... I love I mean, Casey, money. huh? Yeah. Yeah. Paul Casey's there as well. I'm How not... about
2: the shirt Paul Casey was wearing yesterday? Is that the ugliest golf shirt you've ever seen?
1: <laughs> now, I missed it. Can you send me a pick it up? I'll
2: send him. it to you. Nike wears makes the biggest crap I've ever seen. Is it a Nike shirt? Yes. He's a Nike guy.
3: Not it's free, any... man. It's free yeah that was the biggest thing you know i still wouldn't season. wear it free man I, you know what to make things you know make it worse like i get i got a nike contract and um i never got any money though i wanted you know big name guy you know i was starting, i didn't get any money but i would get merchandise so they would give right. me fifteen thousand dollars worth of merchandise now this is back here my kids are like maybe five and six years old you know when i really started making you know a lot of money for for nike so, as we're going along, you know, the, I got them in Nike every single day. Every single day, they're in Nike something because I had to spend the money for the contract. Lo and behold, after I retire, a year, lady, a little, a year later, my daughters are at the age now where they, they like Nike stuff and I can't get Nike stuff no more. So now they're crying, oh, Dad, you ain't got no Nike stuff. But I can remember putting them in Nike. You know, I don't want to wear this Nike stuff, man. So it goes full circle. I go from giving them everything Nike to now they want Nike. They didn't want it, but now that they want Nike, and I can't give it to them. It's garbage. <laughs> their, their golf gear is garbage. Yeah, the, I don't
1: think I have any Nike stuff.
3: Oh, you guys don't see the Jordans I had on?
1: Yeah, Jordans are different. But
2: Yeah, that's different. That's uh, a totally different line.
1: DJ through five. Now, Paul Casey doesn't tee off until 219. Barrett, you watched a lot of golf yesterday.
2: Now, he yeah, hit the I, over?
3: Yeah, yeah, crushed the over. Justin I, Thomas, I, by the way, two over. Oof. A whole hour, a whole hour and, and 15. It might be a little longer, yeah. I got some quality time, man. Like I said, I went through a lot of things, you know, thinking about, all right, I I'd to hit some of these cameramen just sitting out there in the in the middle of the fairway. I mean, there's no question I would have took out about at least 15 people.
1: Now, are you still under the impression that if you had the time, you'd be on tour in, in, a, in a year or so? <laughs> or did you no. want golf for it to maybe change your opinion a little bit?
3: Isn't that crazy? That I thought if I just took some <laughs> lessons or something yeah. like that, I'd be lucky enough to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Guys, honestly, men and women who play this game professionally are are just different human beings. I've I've just come to that conclusion. There, that there's is, nothing. I, there's nothing like it. I mean, seriously. I, I just I don't know. I don't know how it happens. But the only I mean,
3: reason I got clubs because they were given to me free. That was the first mm-hmm. time I started playing golf because I got free clubs of playing in this golf tournament. That's the only reason why I started playing. And then when I saw uh Tiger do that uh that little trick with the with the with the golf club hitting the ball and then swings it like a uh, um a baseball player. Yeah, like sort of
2: juggling it on his yeah. iron and then turns around and whacks it.
3: Yeah. That, that was like the biggest surprise to me that you could ever even do that. Rory is
1: hanging, but it doesn't look good for him. Speaking of Tiger, we'll talk about him coming up to wrap the hour. And also Look at something going on in college that actually might be a positive this weekend. It's Voice dot com slash the middle and Sports Map Radio.
4: Wake up, Cole. Hey, is that any better?
6: The rumor is that it is a bit better. It's not. I mean, What's it going on? I don't know. It's this. I keep getting a lot of crackling, especially when you talk. Uh, and I, I, I'm, I'm not sure what it is.
2: What was that thing you wanted to talk about, Aton? That you I have said no
6: idea who can replace Alex Trebek.
2: Something we'll never see again, or something.
6: Stephanopoulos people. just like we say, I'm sorry, Horvics. Harry.
2: What? You said you teased something that we'll never see again, or we've never seen before. With- you. didn't specify what sport. I was
3: thinking it might have been the Masters.
6: Can't do it anymore. Who Go knew ahead. we would be that strong about the next host of <laughs> Hey,
3: uh, I'm working on a table today. Oh exactly. had a yeah, the penguin
2: AZ and a play yeah. action real—they're they're buddies out in Arizona, man.
3: Those <laughs> guys are good dudes. Yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm, I'm I'm it's cured enough for me now to start working on it again. So I, I can't wait, actually. So I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn on. I'm gonna turn on golf and 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 do my table in the garage.
1: <laughs> Look at Cameron Smith. Yeah. So far, he's now shot off.
3: Did you see that, man? Did you see that? What? That shot I don't don't know who it is, got the the striped green shirt on.
1: What channel are you watching?
3: Crazy. I'm watching the Masters online.
1: ESPN Plus?
3: No, it's just the Masters. What? Cameron (laughs) Smith Smith is only one under today.
2: Masters.com.
1: I'm just I just saw uh, he just moved up to eight under and says he's three under.
2: Oh well then he made an eagle somewhere. He had an eagle on the eighth hole, the par five eighth hole then. He must have gotten there in two and, and made the putt.
1: Yeah, it says watch live ESPN plus ESPN plus. I can't well, you must have ESPN plus.
3: No, I'm it's, it's masters.com. Just go to Masters.com and hit live. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Jeez. Yeah, I just saw it. He no, he actually laid it up. Yeah, they got win.
2: cameras at Amen Corner, featured groups. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. That's fine. All right. I can watch that. All right. All right.
2: Love Sausage. Okay, you'd rather have the cashier say Love Featured Sausage.
1: groups, right? I think you got to go feature groups as opposed to a whole, <laughs> right?
2: I'm
1: like, Yo. Yeah. Yeah, definitely got to roll feature groups here. Live Amen Corner. I Dude, mean... my
3: my dog just jumped up, and she she just fell asleep. And I'm trying to do the show. She just fell asleep right in my arms. I'm sitting here with the dog in my arms.
1: Wait, now Masters.com doesn't have... Smith up here.
3: It's already going there. They got
2: Michelle Wee on the commentary here.
1: Nice. How about Sung Jae, huh?
2: Yeah. He went in the water on 15, or you he, you might have won that bet.
1: I was pissed off about that. Got that guy. I mean, uh, look at this. He's eight under. <clears throat> I got him winning the second round, too. Oh. Uh,
4: that's
5: <laughs> <laughs> like,
8: a can't lay hit a
7: middle on the sports hybrid for 250
8: presented by
5: Rocket Morgan. And probably
8: five, right?
7: Riley Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Tiger Woods.
1: How about that yesterday? I don't know how many people would be truly shocked that he had a big. I mean, look, even earlier in the year, he was able to put together some pretty good rounds. It's just a matter of can he do it again? Can he come out again? There's probably no better course now in the moment. He knows it. He's played it well, clearly the defending champion. But the concern was, can he last four days? Mm. But finishing the day four under looked pretty damn good.
2: Yeah, he did. I, I was surprised that he shot four under. I was surprised that he went bogey free, four under, which Works is a really ever, right is a really tidy round. Yeah, I, I, it's his best round, I believe, ever in the first round too yeah. in that tournament. But the thing that really blew me away, outside of some of the other great play, Dustin Johnson, you know, Sun J. M, Paul Casey, you My know, Fratelli and all these guys, was Bernhard Langer shooting sixty eight. The guy's sixty three years old, wow. shot sixty eight and had 11 1 putts.
1: Well, he's got that big ass two-handed putter.
2: Yeah, he got the broom handle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: My buddy uh, Bruce at HVVC uh uses or HVCC uses that. You saw, oh, I saw him over Yeah, there. I was I was yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he uses the two-hander.
2: Yeah, but I for some reason I think it, That's
1: crazy that. I, I mean, my goodness.
2: I think Bernhard Langer anchors that thing on his chest.
1: Oh, is that a, that's illegal, right? That's
2: illegal. And I I swear that that thing's anchored. Wow. Yeah.
1: This is like that guy who was 100 years old that just miraculously won the one of those marathons. <laughs> where he kind of like dipped out after everybody couldn't see him and then randomly popped back up to win the thing. And everybody was like, yeah, 100-year-old, he won it, he won it. And then people were like, wait a second, he just popped right out of the crowd.
2: No, wait, was that a fake news story from Ron Culver?
1: Might have been. <laughs> Might have been. You never know. <laughs> Hour two coming up. It's the middle of slash the middle and sports map radio.
3: Wow. So, Hey, let me ask you a question. So if they go on the water, what do they do then?
2: You have to well, drop, take a drop. And you know, you take penalty stroke. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So this guy, Adam Scott was earlier this morning. He hit a shot and went in the water. Mm-hmm. so then he had to drop
4: mm-hmm.
1: and he hit that second so he hit that shot and you take a stroke and then you drop out of the water mm-hmm. and that shot he hit hit the flag stick and caused the ball to roll all the way back into the water
3: oh
2: yeah okay. that was his third shot into a par 5 so it went in the water so he so now he has to take his fourth shot to get out of the water so he's hitting his fifth shot to a par 5 he spun it and it almost spun back off the green again. He ended up making double bogey seven. But it was only because wow. of a bad break. He hit the stick yeah. and it went in the water.
1: Now imagine that. You pull you hit two shots in the water and you hit a seven on a par five.
2: He only hit one one in the water.
1: Oh, I thought that was a drop. I thought the shot no. on the flag stick was Mm-mm. after he dropped.
2: No, 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 no. He, his his third shot from the fairway hit the stick and bounced into the and rolled into the water. Then he took a drop, hit that shot onto so what the do you green.
3: Well, how do you hit? How, how do you do? How does the drop work? Where, where do you put the drop? Right there where your um where your ball went in the water. In like drop, work,
2: last drop, cross drop. the hazard and then, you know, okay, you, you take it on a line, or you can pick it even f- further back. But Tiger actually, you got to put it v- very close to where you hit it. Okay. Previously, Tiger moved his back a few yards further a couple years ago because he liked the yardage better. And they <laughs> ca- they called him che- that's basically cheating. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. No. Yeah. So he was docked two more strokes and then he signed an incorrect scorecard, but there's a rule now that if you didn't know that you broke a rule and you signed an incorrect scorecard, they're allowed to say yeah, you're you're still in the tournament. They kept him in that tournament. Wow. Yeah how about rory going in the water on 16
3: yeah
1: this is not it was an
2: awful shot and then the one he hit into the woods on 13 eight time how did they find that ball
1: i don't know they were looking for it for a little bit right
2: yeah you only have
1: like three minutes or something that's why i think somebody must have spotted exactly where it landed because i i don't i don't know either (laughs) he landed into a forest i know it's crazy (laughs)
2: because
1: remember they were looking for bryson's ball for like the full three yesterday.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There is DJ in the drop zone, right?
2: Um, uh, yeah. See, yeah, him.
1: par five. So this is his fourth shot. This is the same. This is fifteen. Same, yeah. It's Scott that we were just talking about. Same shot as Scott. So DJ
2: went in the water too.
1: Yeah. Now DJ hits that shot, and the bat, oh man, that's beautiful. All right, so that's his fourth shot. This guy he should be able to get out with a par. That's a nine eight foot putt. He's got that Brace look to him, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. DJ reminds me of Sean Brace, man. We got we to gotta hitch Brace up. Be like, yo, you got that DJ. He's, I haven't seen Sean, actually, in a little bit because I'm doing the show here. uh
3: uh-huh. you he
1: still have that beard? Oh,
3: yeah. I saw him yesterday.
1: I know. That's what I was asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. He,
3: he had the skull shaver uh, endorsement. That's right.
1: Yeah. But he, um, he grew that beard back out, and he's got that same DJ look. Yeah. <laughs>
3: hilarious you <laughs> say dj look <Luke.
1: laughs> yeah yeah <Dusty> Johnson, man. <laughs> don't forget channel 901 on direct tv has the masters look at that <laughs> starting at 11 our time look at it nice nice yeah i can't do i can't do the espn plus disney plus what am i buying this for well,
2: I got how about the- espn's website screwing up yeah, what was that? They were, it was like they were adding sevens to everybody's score. So if you were two under, they had you at 72 under.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm tempted to take him again. Sungjae? Yeah, well, he's playing He's, well. a, he's playing. a
2: grinder, man.
1: Yeah, he doesn't really do anything bad.
3: Like so these guys, they just practice and practice all day long. Practice mm-hmm. when they go play. What? How many holes do you think they play a day?
1: Well, they're well I mean, not playing full golf. They're they're working on different stuff, and
3: so they're, they're going to each probably have to
2: play twenty-seven today. Most of these guys.
1: Yeah, but are, are you yeah. saying like on a tournament bad or just like? No, I'm talking about just
3: practice in general. Know, practice time. Just you know, just go out. Like we just go out. We just went out and and and, and played nine. Mm-hmm. They, they probably go out and play like their average probably 36 holes, right?
2: No, I mean but they're
3: not playing full. They're, they're, they're playing
2: on the range, range, range a lot and on short game areas and on putting greens.
3: Oh,
4: okay.
1: And if they are like, you know, they probably all have a hole, they probably all have a course or two that they could go to and mm-hmm. you know, take a bucket with them on a cart or something and drive out and you know, hole six just sit there and hit like forty balls on hole six or something.
2: Oh, we got a quote from Lane Johnson.
1: Oh, okay, okay. All right. We've got thirty seconds. You want to read it real quick?
2: Uh, Ruben Frank on Twitter says, "Lane Johnson quote: I'll be able to play and function." End quote.
1: And that means a lot. It mm-hmm. means
2: a lot. It sounds you know, like so,
1: Tony Larusa's quote.
2: So you add him, Samalu, to that offensive line.
1: Samalu's playing.
3: I think he is. He went full. He had full practices the entire uh, the week. Well, ones that they did have. He practiced full.
1: Well, you really, you better hope this guy doesn't throw the football into the Giants' defense, man. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying.
5: This is a Gal Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. And
6: You, my friend, are caught in the middle. The
7: middle. Starts Cleveland's now, off the board. On the sports map, radio network,
5: presented by Rocket Mortgage, home loans that fit your life. Rocket can.
7: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
1: College football's oh definitely man. been flipped upside down. A lot of postponements this weekend, but we'll look at a couple of games of note, of some importance, maybe even a play or two from Harry. On Saturday's action, that Arkansas line has dipped a half a point. Just to keep an eye on that one, also, <laughs> live lines updating everything's updating as we speak here with the Masters. Dustin Johnson still technically nine under right now, trying to save par on 15 after going in the drink. This has been a tough hole for people, yeah. Like 15. By all means.
2: Yeah, it really has. And seven on the front side has been really tough for guys. And there's no water hazard there.
1: No. By the way, Dustin Johnson just missed that putt, just rimmed on the right side of it. So he's going to tap in for bogey and drop and tie with my man. My Sung guy, Sung Jae <laughs> I love him, man. You know so what?
4: You Why? Know,
1: Harry, the, the guy, he like, what does he do? Great. Nothing. But what does he do? Bad.
2: Nothing. Nothing. Right. Yeah. He's He's he's, out there. He's solid, and he plays every week. I don't think the guy has a home. No, seriously. He lives in the hotels week to week, Aton.
1: Yes, you told me that, and then I started paying attention to it, (laughs) and then I started playing him. Now, granted, you know, he doesn't win every – or make every cut and all that, but how can you not respect a man who is playing golf every single weekend?
3: Barrett, your thoughts. I mean, if if you (laughs) – See, I don't think like you guys are thinking. I'm thinking like, man, that's a paycheck every single week. Mm-hmm. And those paychecks they have are you know, pretty substantial. We're talking oh, about yeah. what, 70 grand here, 100 grand there well, each week? sponsorship money. But then again, you got to make cuts too. You got to make the cut. Right. You, know, you, you can't just
1: show up and finish dead last. This isn't Happy Gilmore where they still give you one of those little checks.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's just like a preseason football. Preseason football, you got to make the cut. You got you, you to go out there and make the team. That's right. You you collect that that was it was like twenty five hundred dollar check now, each week during the preseason until you get the big check. You know that's what you got to get to the big check. What's league
1: minimum on the PGA tour? You think? What do you like mean who's least? the guy that we, we should find that out? Who's making the least amount of money on tour this year?
2: The least amount.
1: Got to think about that. We're back in three minutes. Live on the Middle PhillyVoice slash the Middle, and map Radio. Right? I mean, who's making the least amount of money on tour? Guy who just can't make any cut. All right. This schedule here. All right, So we've got Seahawks, Rams, Niners, Saints, Bills, Cardinals. That's really it, right?
2: What, well, as far as good games,
1: Bucks Panthers?
2: It's not bad.
1: No, I just, But it's
2: not a, it's not like a premier game.
1: Well, that defense is just I know they're young, but god. You see this high school game?
2: Oh, in Iowa?
1: Yeah, the 108 to 90, yeah, 498. What?
2: <laughs> All right, this guy Tommy Ganey thus far this season in the in the restart has played two events and he's made $8,000. He's the last guy on the list.
1: Well, he's only played two events
2: though. All right. Well, I'll, then I'll go back and I'll get, na- I, la- I'll I, get I last year.
1: You, I'm just saying, what about like this year? Do you,
2: That is this year.
1: No, but I'm saying as far as what should, what should we have the cutoff for the amount of events that makes you valid or eligible?
3: How many events are there? Oh, there's there's like
2: 30 some.
1: Yeah. There've been about 30 events so far. Like, who is the guy that's played twenty events? That's dead last, right? Somebody who's out there routinely that just keeps stinking it up.
3: I would we'll have. See, this is going to determine, you know, what my grandsons are going to do from this mm-hmm. point on. <laughs> I'm gonna go buy them clubs. Let's go. Get out there.
1: Not a bad idea.
3: Just don't play like Pop Pop. You got to play like this guy that's uh, teaching you how to play. Play like him. Don't play like Pop Pop.
1: (laughs) Scores 108-94.
2: There were 91 guys last year that made a million dollars and up. What? 91 guys. Wow. And the guy who's in 91st played 25 events and made a million $2,095.
1: That's the guy that we should be emulating.
2: Brian Stewart is his name.
1: The dude that just showed up and still collected a check. Now that doesn't <laughs> even count sponsorship money, right? No,
2: no, it doesn't count. That this is just right. tour earnings. This
1: guy probably got a hundred thousand just for wearing a pair of Oakleys.
2: Hmm. Wow, unbelievable. Pat wow. Perez, ninety. He's in ninetieth place. Eighteen events made a million, a million ten thousand nine hundred and five dollars.
1: So he played in two less. Hmm. Wow.
2: No, he played in seven less. The other guy played 25 events. Oh, is that right? He played right? in 18. Jeez. Here we
1: go. Coastal's postponed, huh? Just thinking about jumping in on that.
7: This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
1: It's not a stellar schedule by any means this weekend, and we may have had one of the better games played last night, at least by one team in the Indianapolis Colts. But there are a couple of games of intrigue. I would think right there at the top would be the Seahawks-Rams, and just below that would be the Bills and the Cardinals and then you start to look around and see well maybe you can find you could squeeze something out of the Bucks Panthers rock and what most likely will be a tighter game than expected between the Bengals and Steelers but I don't imagine Cincinnati's going to shock the world.
2: Well what's the story with Ben Roethlisberger? Is he is he good to play or don't we know yet officially? He probably I, has to take another test. I thought, right.
1: Yeah, I think today is the day, right? Because this thing was Tuesday or Wednesday, maybe. And he needed to pass two straight days of positive tests. Mm-hmm. So I imagine today would be the day in which he would be cleared. Now, right. with, with that said, take it for what it's worth. This line has dropped a point and a half. It opened up at eight and a half and it's dropped to seven. That's not mm-hmm. crazy. We saw a line. Last night go from minus two and a half to plus one and a half by kick. So right things are things are definitely out of whack this year, but I think that there is a belief, and I don't know how much it, it makes an impact, but this this let's look at it this way. This team was cooking this year, they were really moving in the right direction. They hit a little bit of a hurdle, but they're so good that a hurdle turns into a speed bump, even though it's the Dallas Cowboys and they were that bad. Pittsburgh was able to get by. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Now you're down your quarterback this week in practice, and all of a sudden you're going up against a divisional opponent who is no longer a true pushover. I don't know how much of an impact that makes that Roethlisberger wasn't there this week practicing with the team, especially or maybe only specifically coming off of a game in which they looked like trash.
2: Yeah. It I,
1: beautiful I, that it wouldn't really matter because they were still rolling.
2: Right. I, I don't know, but I I guarantee you uh that Pittsburgh defense and defensive coordinators got some good things cooked up for the rookie quarterback. As good as he is and as good as he's probably going to be, this could be a this could be a tough spot on the road against this team.
3: Absolutely. You yeah. know This they, is the first time they've played him. Yeah, and and they're you know they're they're thinking that they're not the same old Bengals of past, mm-hmm. and they they're believing in themselves a lot more than they did before, and that belief was um, really going to help them out as far as playing against that team. Now, it's they don't have a snowball's chance in hell of winning the game, but I don't think it's going to be as, as, as a blowout as we it usually is going against the Cincinnati team.
2: But I tell you, um, ATS these Bengals are six and two. Not
3: bad. No, not bad.
2: Yeah.
1: Now some of it is still, I think, and and. Again, every stat has something behind it. Some of that, I think, and I don't know how much percentage to apply to the term some, but some of that, I think, Harry, is that books are giving them large numbers. And this team is no longer a weekly seven and a half to eight and a half point dog. Like, well, realistically, they should probably
2: be a tighter dog. Well, no, but I, I agree with you, and that's that's a good theory, but I'm looking at the lines, the closing lines. The only double-digit number that they had was at Baltimore, where they were getting 12-and-a-half, and they wow. lost that game.
1: How many were in the range of seven, six-and-a-half, let's say, to nine? They were seven
2: against the Titans, seven-and-a-half at the Colts, and six at Cleveland. The okay. other ones were five and a half, two and a half, four. Okay, so I see yeah. what you're saying, but I think outside of you know maybe one or two games, they've kind of been given some respect.
1: That's that's fair. Yeah. No, look that that number refutes a little bit of that by all means, and, and Barrett even said it. Like this is this is a tighter game, and I don't think it's a reflection of how bad they played against Dallas. I think it's a reflection of how much better Cincinnati is mm-hmm. this year than last year. Like, make a difference. Sorry,
3: I mean, a rookie quarterback's really making a difference. Um, you know, I and mean, they've been without a running game, also. Mixon didn't play a couple games, you know, was hurt, right. you know, didn't play. So, he, um, he has made that much of a difference in that city. He has changed the outlook on how you approach this Bengals team. You're not just gonna go in and say, All right, we're gonna stop them, their offense just be putrid, mm-hmm. you know, with Andy Dalton, it was putrid, but he has found a way to get that rookie receiver going with him um from uh from uh Clemson um find a way to get yeah Higgins yeah A.J. Green playing you know they have some weapons on that team and because of that you know they believe in what he is as a player and now when you get the defense starting to believe also and I mean if they can just get an offensive line they'd be a lot way better than they were all right now their offensive line is the worst what's yep. that other you guy boy the receiver yeah, yeah Boyle. Boyle. he's yeah. pretty good He's real good. Yeah. I mean, he, he, Boyd is, is is probably their most complete receiver. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then you add the a healthy
1: Joe Mixon. I mean, this team with, with an offensive line that's built to protect and, and really grind as well in the run game. Yep. You start to look at a team that all of a sudden can at least stay in game. Even if it's 37-34, mm-hmm. they can stay in football games.
2: You can make a case that if you're in Ohio, an Ohio football fan, that you should be more optimistic about the Browns near future than the, the I mean the Bengals near future than the Browns
3: absolutely no question about that yeah.
2: no question
1: yeah the the Browns feel like they're being held together by scotch tape <laughs> and it's only a matter of time right before this <laughs> thing unravels you know it's like when you used to break a toy and go to your mom or dad like it's broken it's broken and then it's like alright what do we have in a house here this yeah. is before when we we're kids all three of us this is before stuff like gorilla glue right where you just had to roll with scotch tape or duct tape, whatever right. you in the house. And it was like, here you go. And you yeah. look at it like, uh, it's just, you know, the ear is where the foot is. Right. I feel like that's kind of the Cleveland Browns, right? Now.
3: <laughs> just, the, just the ugliest tour ever now that's been broken a lot, you know?
1: <laughs> yes. It's still working, but right. it's been broken and it's noticeable. And it's only like a matter of time. You know, you don't let your friends play with it. No, no, no. no. Nobody touch it but me because I don't trust anybody. Browns. Right. Right.
2: <laughs> If anybody's going, going to break not- it again, it's going to be me. Right. Right. <laughs> right.
1: Now the other game is mentioned, and and this is a crazy scenario here because we might be talking Monday, 11 o'clock outside of course, of what happens with the Eagles and giants. And just again, let's just all collectively pray to whatever God you pray to that this Eagles team doesn't go through what they've been going through because it's going to be a headache of epic proportions. But are, are we really going to be talking on Monday about a team that has boasted the MVP for so long that a team that looks so complete and dominant on offense would lose three of four games? Because that's what would happen if, in fact, the Seahawks went into L.A. and lost that football game. Mm. That the uh. Seahawks would be losers of three of their last four. And the only team they would beat in that stretch is a San Francisco team. That started uh Matt Mullen's cousin, right. Nick Mullen.
3: <laughs> I think it's more yeah. so um Russell can't play on the defensive side of the ball. I wish he could go over there and, and line up at <laughs> linebacker or no, corner. Rush, Barrett,
1: don't get me wrong. Right.
3: Saying the but, team. You know, he can't do it all. And and they're still scoring points. I mean, anytime you wow. score, they, they say anytime you score with 17 points, a defense is supposed to stop the rest. That's like the magic number throughout the NFL that defensive coordinators look. To be, you know, all right, if we can score over 17 points, we should win the game because the defense, as a standard, should not allow 17 points. But they're averaging like their opponents probably up there about 25, 26, almost 28 points a game. And you can't beat a lot of teams when your uh, offense is uh scored that many points, but then your defense is allowing that many points. It's really hard to go out there and play with those type of numbers. Boy, Seattle getting a lot of public
2: money, too, in this game. They That's a concern. Started. Remember? What's that?
1: They did last week.
2: Mm-hmm. Last yeah, and look week, what happened.
1: Yeah, they were heavily bet. Right. The line did not move. They go in and they lose to the Bills. Right. The same scenario would play out here, but then again, I'm just I'm thinking to myself that just doesn't sound right from what we've seen. And and Barrett, you're you're a hundred percent right about the defensive woes and the issues that they're having, especially going up against better offenses and just tough matchups like a kid in Kyler Murray, but. To, to look at what we've seen with that football team, to now say losers of three of their last four,
2: it just it doesn't compute. No, it doesn't. I mean, how is Seattle's
3: defense against the run? That's not what that I But they, as a complete defense, they're just not, they're not that same defense. You see guys flying around, you got the Legion. You don't have any of that. What you have mm-hmm. is a basic um, defense that, you know, they have, Two people that can probably heat you up. You know, they got uh the safety and, you know, I think um they just got Dunbar from uh from Cincinnati. So right. I think they'll try to start rushing the pass a little bit better. But, you know, as far as a linebacker, you know, Bobby Wagner is one of the best linebackers in the league. He just can't do it by himself. You know, him and Irvin do a pretty good job. But up front, they get double teamed and drove off the ball a lot.
1: All right. So just a quick update. It looks as if the Steelers are expecting Roethlisberger to start. He's already tested negative once. He'll be cleared to play this weekend if he passes a second test, which should be today. Mm. So assuming that that negative continues, then he's out there. Just to update you on that.
2: Okay. That's huge. That is huge.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mason Rudolph is is not huge.
2: No. <laughs> no. No.
1: No. The Brown game is off the board. Just so you know, this Browns game has been taken off the board because they had to shut their facility down today. Doesn't mean the game isn't being played. We haven't even got any remote thing close to a a hint that this game would be postponed. But the Browns, and take this for what it's worth, the Browns are unable to practice today. And we'll see if, in fact, they'll have a walkthrough tomorrow. It might just be virtual. Remember, the Eagles were relegated to virtual practices this week up until yesterday due to one of their coaches testing positive. So the Browns right now, that Browns-Texans game is off the board, Mm -hmm. but we don't have any word yet outside of that one player who tested positive that this would indicate the game is in jeopardy, even to be moved to Monday or Tuesday. Like, we're not even at that point. So I don't think it's worth going crazy and panicking, but I don't know how much of an impact closing the, the facility today and maybe tomorrow has on this game.
2: You like a side in that game? Is that one of your plays?
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean the the Texans, I don't have the number in front of me, but I can't imagine like three
2: and a half, I think it was.
1: The game, sorry, the game three and a half. I and I got in at two and a half, but I can't imagine that the Texans are any good against the spread this year. They just blew a cover last week against the Jags. The number is short. I get the line is short, but Come on, you, you no. can't you can't beat the brown. Or you can't beat the Texans by four points.
2: No, I think they're horrendous against the spread. The Texans, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Now I can't imagine the Browns are knockout, drag out better, but the Texans. They,
2: oh, they're one and seven.
1: Okay, against wow. the number
2: one now, and seven.
1: I feel pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. Two and a half, three, even the hook. I'm okay laying the hook. <laughs> now my guy's out. Bogey. Sung J M. Bogey, so he's now tied with Justin Thomas, seven under. Dustin Johnson remains in the lead at eight under. Mm-hmm. Tiger, so he, sorry,
2: he must have birdied 16 then, Dustin.
1: Uh, yes, it was technically his seven, right? Right, because he's starting on the back, correct? Right now, Ron has a story for us. Is there, we'll do this when we come back. Is there audio to this as well? Yes, okay, this is amazing. I'm told it's a real life equivalent. Do you remember the, it's the most famous, I think, scene in a sitcom. Do you remember the Turkey drop?
2: Oh, the WKRP in Cincinnati Turkey drop. Absolutely.
1: All right. So I'm told this is something right ripped from the headlines of WKRP. (laughs) Also, just a quick heads up. Herm Edwards has tested positive for COVID-19. Oh no. The Cal versus ASU game has been canceled wow yeah, they didn't cancel the bama game right when when Saban
2: tested no the, the pac 12 will look to do to cancel anything they
1: just don't want to play
2: huh? yeah they didn't, they really don't want to be right. playing right, right I don't know right. why they even bothered to come back uh, nobody really missed them no no I mean did we miss the pac 12 football no because Absolutely we knew nobody from there was going to be in the playoffs right so it
1: didn't matter all right we'll come back three minutes live phillyvoice.com the middle and of course sports map radio. No, yeah, I mean, you're right. I don't think people really did miss him. <laughs>
2: Seriously,
3: I think it'll stop drafting people from over there. Also, everybody we get from that place, with the exception of Zach Ertz, has yeah hasn't done very well. Although Sayamalu, he did He's he's doing all right.
2: Deshaun had a few good years.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then we have the others, mm-hmm. Mr. Hands. You know, I want to thank God for these hands. Oh, yeah. Freddie. UCLA, right? <laughs> He's a piece of work, man. Oh, my god, He's still hanging um, around. Yeah, just hanging around. Yeah.
2: <laughs> is is that what you call it?
1: Uh, he was on... Um, I just saw Freddie on... So, Bill Anderson, Fox 29. He does stuff on game day as well. Mm-hmm. And he was out and about trying to find, you know, fan. This was the last Giants game, actually. And he was talking to fans about stuff. And he ran into Freddie, who was some sort of, what do you call it, the the title of someone like leading a band or leading a, a parade? Front or man? Yeah, but there's a specific term for it. There's like a professional term for it.
3: Like, the, you know, uh... I'm you were you, you, you about to say it. Yeah.
1: Well, th- when you know it, you know it. But he was that for this company. I forget if it was like a beer company. I think it was like a beer or something. And he was all decked out in like this costume that he had. And he was the, you know, he was, God, what the hell is the term for it? But they were doing some sort of like parade and everything. I was like, that's Freddie, Fred X.
7: Fred X.
2: Grand Marshal. Grand Marshal. There, there you Of go. a parade. Yeah. yeah. Right?
1: Something similar to that, right?
2: Play action reel says majorette. <laughs> 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 Barrett, they're, they're wondering if uh, it's you're chugging a transfusion or or is it coffee?
3: It's coffee, to, it's coffee. It's coffee? It's coffee today. Yeah, it's coffee. Right.
1: <laughs> is it sunny out? Go sneak nine in?
3: Berserker swords. We appreciate that. Keep grinding. Keep listening.
1: Can we do that? You think? For real.
2: The wife just went over. She's playing.
1: I'm gonna have to go.
2: <laughs> Where's that?
1: I might just dip on a cart real quick. I don't play know. golf. Yeah, it's raining. Yeah. They are not anymore. It's not. <laughs> I'm looking right now. It's not raining anymore.
3: You gonna go out in this? Hell yeah. Duh, I'm not doing that. Be miserable. I'm still J.M., bro. Playing bad golf and wet. Number two Cold. rounds for the
1: club. What do you think this is?
7: You're listening to the middle on the sports map radio network.
5: Presented by Rocket Mortgage.
7: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
1: I right, multiple staff and players tested positive. This is not just a Herm Edwards special here. Mm. So it's not just the coach. Well, I- I'm definitely intrigued because I have no idea where this is going. Did not preview anything ahead of time, but whenever I get a little note, it's like, "Do you want a fun story?" it reminds me of, what was it? Stand By Me, right? You want to see a dead body?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, is this from Ron Culver? Yeah, you get a, a little, little note?
1: Yeah, a little a little yeah. note, which okay. is which is always, it's like a breadcrumb. And, and what are you going to do? You have to follow it because you never know where it's going to go. You never know. No. Now, what do you have for us? Because well, I,
6: it's, it's a little bit, it's a history lesson, a little bit of nostalgia, if you will, okay? Because uh, uh, the, the event I'm going to talk about took place on this day, not today but yesterday 50 years ago so this happened in 1970 mm-hmm.
1: 1970 i
6: wasn't even born
2: then i was
6: so i was I, I don't know if you remember it harry but um in oregon a whale beached itself it was it was a dead whale it was ended up on a beach a huge huge whale just about, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what kind it was like a sperm whale or something but uh the highway uh i guess construction workers or whatever they had to figure out a way to get it off the beach and nowadays what they do is they tow it out to sea and then let nature kind of have at it Mm -hmm. but what they decided to do was pack it full of dynamite oh oh and
2: (laughs) you're gonna blow up a whale
6: yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they, they decided to pack this whale well full of dynamite because their thinking was, you know, we'll explode the whale well on the beach. You know, it's a safe... T- we'll keep people away. It's a safe distance. We'll explode the whale well on the beach. All the little pieces that'll be left over, the seagulls will just come and uh, take of mm-hmm. business. Right. And then if there's bigger, you know, some of the bigger pieces of flesh, we'll just bury in the sand. Wow. So the whale, they did explode the whale. And it went... According to plan, kinda, Mm -hmm. the whale did explode and pieces of meat flew everywhere. Here's the actual news report (laughs) from live, from that scene, moments after the whale exploded.
9: Our camera stopped rolling immediately after the blast. The humor of the entire situation suddenly gave way to a run for survival as huge chunks of whale blubber fell everywhere. Pieces of meat passed high over our heads while others were falling at our feet. The dunes were rapidly evacuated as spectators escaped both the falling debris and the overwhelming smell a parked car over a quarter of a mile from the blast site was the target of one large chunk the passenger compartment literally smashed fortunately no human was hit as badly as the car however everyone on the scene was covered with small particles of dead whale as for the success of the effort well the seagulls who were supposed to clean things up were nowhere in sight either scared away by the explosion or kept away by the smell (laughs) That didn't really matter. The remaining chunks were of such a size that no respectable seagull would attempt to tackle anyway. As darkness began to set in, the highway crews were back on the beach burying the remains, including a large piece of the carcass, which never left the blast site. It might be concluded that should a whale ever wash ashore on Lane County again, those in charge will not only remember what to do, they'll certainly remember
6: what not to do.
2: Now Wow, that's wow. a great report by that guy. That's amazing. Yeah, well,
6: that, yeah. I brought up, I, I hinted to Aton I said that reminds me of the turkey drop from WKRP in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Like Les Nessman, given that, given the recount of what was happening,
1: do you have that?
6: Oh, probably somewhere.
2: That would be something. Les Nessman was great. He Man, was a great yeah. character. Les yeah.
1: Now I want. remember to that. How I'm, I'm pretty surprised. I want to know how long did it take for that stench
4: yeah.
2: to oh. remove itself from the beach. Because- yeah, the the reporter mentioned reference smell several times yeah. during that report. Yeah. And
1: look, I, I hate to break it to you, all the folks that go down to the shore, but the beach doesn't smell great in its own right. Like right. it's not a beautiful smell. That's why that whole Seinfeld thing nobody wants to smell like the beach. <laughs> So you already smell like the beach. And on top of that, you stink like whale blubber.
2: <laughs> Bro, that's... Now, Brad, you said you remembered that. You remembered
3: the whale thing or you remembered the turkey drop? I just remember Les Nessman. That name oh, okay. was like, you know, him being a reporter. Yeah, That name. Yeah, that was a
1: famous <laughs> scene That, And again, you know... People are running and screaming, and I get it. You probably don't think that uh, piece of whale blubber the size of your torso mm-hmm. could be flying there, but what did you expect? I mean, that's like going to a Gallagher show, sitting in the front row and complaining you got hit with a watermelon. With
3: watermelon, yeah, yeah. right. But the, the the best part of that whole thing was he said, no respectable people. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. No respectable seagull. When did they become disrespectful? <laughs> well, because the stench,
1: because the smell was so bad. No. A seagull who feeds off of the stench of the beach already. It was no. So he said bad.
3: no. Was, he said the, they were so size. big. The, the pieces were so big that oh, they the could. not the
2: But yes, yeah, seagulls will eat anything.
6: Right. Not oh my big goodness. big fat whale now, blubber. You, if you really want to have a treat, you got to watch the video. I mean, when he was talking about the car being smashed i mean these are old you know 70s cars i mean we're built a little bit stronger than what our cars are today right this roof was caved in there's no way a driver was getting
3: no i can't imagine
6: i just imagine the size of the meat that was falling from the sky
3: said so over 800 feet wow <sighs> I, do I do see it, it was, right there
6: i mean it was incredible uh,
3: yeah, i do yeah, see uh, it yeah
6: but yeah i mean i
3: and it's a big car, too. Celebrant, it's a big car, like a, you know, one of you, like a tank.
6: You have to watch the video. And, yeah, it's, you know, kind of relevant because it is WKRP in Cincinnati where you kind of feel, um, you know, it kind of is reminiscent of the turkey drop. So, anyways, All right. um, the middle will be back. Yes. Probably going to cover a little bit more football. Maybe even we'll find that uh, turkey we off drop, the air? drop and play that for you and kind of compare the two and see how this reporter stacked up to – Les Nesman, you're listening to the middle on Sports Map Radio and phillythevoice.com.
1: Do we lose you? Hey, where'd you go? We're right here.
6: You guys dropped. No, I'm, I'm today, looking, it says we're connected. Save money? Yeah, yeah, I wasn't getting anything from you. That's why I just kept talking. Really? Yeah, that's I hear you in the cue box. All right, let me go rates. back to the brick. If your current rate is over four. Duh. With today's low should rates, I try the brick? No, uh, no, the brick's being used right now.
4: Ah, oh, jeez.
6: Saving thousands in interest every Wait, year. Wait, I don't so understand. Let me reconnect. From Rocket Mortgage,
1: debt tackle home. Can and you, home you hear me now? That could add- Yeah. What the hell was that? Inside cash. I don't know. Well, that was a hell of a. That was a great <laughs> job going into the
4: brick, man. <laughs> oh no worries. <laughs>
3: Ron, you've done that a couple of times, yeah. huh? Yeah. That sounded be better you? than me.
6: Technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket. I don't even know if that was on the stream, though. I just decided to throw Philly voice No, it was on the stream. Yeah, on the stream? Yeah,
1: we just sat back, and we're listening to you talk.
6: To uh,
3: the Penguin AZ, clouded with a chance of whale meat. <laughs> yeah. It's currently a team
2: of Yeah, <laughs> yeah those, those guys knew the story. They, 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 were, they were answering that a, a whale got blown up with dynamite before ron got to that so yeah, they knew they knew what was up indeed,
6: indeed you do. that's crazy man thomas Purdy job on indeed you get a short list of quality candidates is right back in it as well indeed delivered- uh speaking of golf did you guys see the uh tiger woods trailer trailer yeah there's a documentary hbo's putting out for on tiger woods oh really yeah I also have that. I have the teaser trailer. If you want to hear it, okay, you don't see it. But if you want to hear it,
1: yeah, we can do that before we get out.
0: HP Plus saves you money with.
2: I just watched the explosion.
1: It's amazing, isn't it? I yeah. did too. Yeah, yeah, it really is amazing.
0: Jet-
2: they, I mean, they put too much dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah, in it.
3: they had no idea. Sob. What yeah, like four crates of it.
2: Yeah.
6: Then you got to scroll through it a little bit further and you'll see the car, the damage to the car.
2: Yeah, crazy. I see it. it. That was that's a Cadillac. And right? it's a big car, that's right? It's a big old Cadillac.
1: been for legal services and is responsible for legal services. Amazing. Attention. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug ranitidine may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Zantac may be linked to these cancers: bladder, colorectal, I feel
3: Thomas heart- on that shot, liver,
1: intestinal, you watching kidney, it too, right? Liver. Yeah. That, pancreas, that looks like I got my shot. And uterus. Tough. and That would so have been straight <laughs> luck. Cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months, call now 800 is Fowler on this? Never thing. stop taking medication without first consulting a physician. Call right now for a free consultation. You may be owed significant compensation. Call eight hundred three. Ricky
2: Fowler? Yeah. Who who knows? He's way back probably. That's
1: eight hundred three two five. Tired of seeing 8-545-425-425. him on that stupid commercial, too.
2: He's got a new one out for Mercedes yeah. now.
1: Is, who, this is like uh what was that? Tennis players. Anna
2: Kornacova.
1: Yeah. God get rid of Ricky Fowler, can you?
7: This is the middle. On the Sports map Radio Network.
2: Ooh, a little Abraham document, answer. Live from the Ohio I got him top 30. Heck, he's top five right now.
7: Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays.
2: All right, two things.
1: Let's look at it. A couple of things, maybe. I don't want to limit it. A couple of things going on here in the NFL. College. Any change in your opinion on what's that? That Bucks panthers game. I, I mean, is that really the third best game of the weekend?
2: Well, now that uh, if you're not counting the game that was already played, if you're just looking at Sunday and Monday, yeah, I think it is.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think in order, we probably have Seahawks, Rams, Bills, Cardinals, or maybe Bills, Cardinals, Seahawks, Rams. And then what will most likely happen is a game that we're not expecting will be tight and close, like, you know, that Washington-Detroit game might come down to the end, but it's going to be brutal.
2: Yeah, it's like the Eagles-Giants. We expect right, that right. to be a close game, and and I think there's going to be some points scored in that game, but it doesn't mean it's going to be very entertaining. No. You know, a pleasant watch. Yeah, what
1: about this Chargers-Dolphins game? Chargers put up points. Their offense is great.
3: Two young scored. quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, that's two kind I of interesting. have to
1: lift a finger to win two straight games.
3: I keep going back to the Bills-Cardinals, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's got to be the game: Bills, Cardinals.
2: Now we know is that the doubleheader game that we're going to get here. What's Mm -hmm. what's the four o'clock four twenty five game? We'll we'll probably get Seattle and the The Rams. Rams, right? Yeah, okay.
1: Game of the week on Fox. All right,
2: that's that's good.
1: The only other game, well, it's it's good and it's kind of not good because, and this isn't a problem by any means, but you've got the two biggest games going head to head. Right for, for us, it wouldn't matter if any of those games or either of those games would be played at one o'clock because we're gonna be locked into the Eagles anyway. Mm-hmm. But that one o'clock slate, one o'clock Eastern slate is, is not great. I mean, that's that's really <laughs> it's not you've got Washington and Detroit, you've got the Jags is nearly a two-score road dog. You've mm-hmm. got the Bucks and Panthers, okay. You've got the Eagles Giants, which You'd have to be an Eagles or Giants fan to even care right. about Right?
3: Yeah. Right. Right.
1: Houston is in Cleveland. My God. And then that's it.
2: All right. Do Do you look at this Packers Jags, uh, no, <laughs> game sort of like we looked at Pittsburgh
3: and Dallas last week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of Kind of like that. Yeah. It's you absolutely right. It's
1: like Jacksonville is just there. You know, like
2: it. Right, but isn't that line a little short?
1: You think it should be higher?
2: Yeah. Jacksonville is 1-7 and 7 and 0-4 and on the road, and the line's 13 and a half at Green Bay. I think that's a little small.
1: They allow a lot of yards. They
2: Green allow, Bay
1: does. No, Jags do. I'm oh. just looking at this. Jags allow 31 points per game, 31 out of 32 teams.
3: Mm-hmm. Yards yeah. per
1: game, yards per play, and points per game—they're just
2: atrocious on defense.
3: Yeah, that's what he's saying. It should be a, a uh, but that's larger. what I'm
2: saying. Like, wouldn't you think it'd be 16 and a half, 17 and a half point number? Right,
3: right, right. Especially considering the Packers score points like that. Yeah, and they can. Jacksonville can't put up points.
2: Well, what are the Jags against
1: the spread this year? Uh, maybe try. that's it. I, I, I don't know. Who's hurt? Is somebody hurt? Well, the, their quarterback's out. No, I know, but I mean, for Green Bay, like, why the hell would this not be higher? We've seen the Jets up 19 and a half point, dog.
2: They're three and five against the number, the Jags are. Nah,
1: that's that's not, you know, look, that's not atrocious to the point in which maybe that's what's saving him. <laughs> 13 and a half points is still a lot to cover in the NFL, right? I know,
2: I know. But, but I maybe mean...
1: maybe that's the difference is that they're okay against the spread. And that's why it's 13 and a half as opposed to 15.
3: Right. Right.
2: I,
1: I don't know. I don't know. It, it it doesn't make sense.
3: I mean, you
2: saw that jets chiefs number was enormous and you know, 21, what, are the, what, Right? are the, are the jet ja- Jags, you know, better, really any better than the jets.
1: Well, get, is the gap, maybe that's a better way to look at it. Harry is, is the gap between the Jags and Packers significantly or even less wide, more narrow than the gap between the Jets and the Chiefs, because that's what they're telling you mm-hmm. is that it's a six-point gap that's a little more narrow than that between the Jets and the Chiefs. You know, Jaguars have to be the worst team in the NFL, right?
2: No, outside the Jets of,
1: outside of the Jets. Yeah, the Jets. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, Jake uh, Luton, I think is the is going to be the quarterback.
1: He wasn't terrible last week. I had Dude, him in uh, the last two weeks. Tournament.
2: Yeah. Jake Luton.
1: I had I ran a Luton stack. You did? Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> in get, fantasy? It won money. The Luton stack won money. Now it wasn't because of Luton. It was because of Dalvin Cook and some other guys I put around him. But, yeah. I also ran back a, a guy that they played against.
2: What did you do? Shark with Luton? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And um, Robinson, the running back. Wow. So I ran those three. And then I ran it back with uh, who they were playing in Houston, Fuller.
3: What does that then, mean, bro? I, I still don't know what
1: okay, that means. So this, this will be a quick little break here, but I can help. And just just to let you know, it's, it's all about taking advantage, right? Because these big draft kings, all these big, huge ones, people come in with all these algorithms and they insert, you know, 50 different lineups and mm-hmm. they just jam this thing. So it's tough. It's tough to win. But – the easiest way around it is you look at the Thursday through Monday fantasy leagues. Always jump in the Thursday through Monday leagues. Those are the best ones to do. And never, ever, ever play anybody on Thursday night. Because what happens is guys load up on Thursday night players thinking, oh, I can get a high, really high on that leaderboard. And they love to see them winning 12,000 or 15,000. And of course, that evaporates as soon as you get on to Sunday. And you know that there's just a a higher likelihood of a team struggling, especially on the road on a short week. So you open up those tournaments, but you never play anybody on Thursday. And then what you do is you stack. So I run four or five different lineups in the same tournament. And what I'll do is I'll take a quarterback and usually two guys he can throw to. So randomly you could take Carr and stack him with Renfro and Waller. Now, Mm -hmm. Look at who they're playing, right? They're playing the Chargers. So you would then, in the stack, you always take somebody who they're playing and expect that somebody on the other team is going to go well because a stack works if it's a high-scoring game. So I'll take that and say, oh, Broncos, pardon me. So I might run Jerry Judy back. Now, Jerry Judy has a big game. Waller has a big game. Renfro has a big game. All of these guys play out. If that game is 42 to 38, there's a high likelihood of that stack hitting. Mm-hmm. That's all that it is. Is and then, and then what you do is then you just start to mix and match and put together a puzzle. So Dalvin Cook last week won a lot of people some money because he just went off. Right, right, right. right. The stack is just designed to take advantage of quarterback and one to two targets. Right. Herbert Allen Williams, awesome stack every week.
2: All right, who's your stack for the Eagles this week then against the Giants <laughs> with all these guys coming back? Give me a stack. Well, here's
1: the thing. Here's the thing what I would do is I would stack Daniel Jones and I would run Daniel Jones as my stack. And I would take most likely Shepard or Slayton, probably one of the two. And then on the flip side, probably run my tight end as Dallas Goddard. And I think that would, again, you're banking on the stack only works if it's a high scoring game, Mm -hmm. right? 21, 10 usually means that even if a guy has three TDs, probably not throwing for a lot right. So I'm banking on Daniel Jones throwing touchdowns, and I'm also banking on Daniel Jones running the football. And the third thing is, I'm banking on nobody else in that tournament, in that specific tournament, thinking Daniel Jones is going to win me money. Right. Everybody's running Patrick Mahomes every single week. Exactly. You have to find the ones that are people that are not running. That's why I ran Luton
2: last week. <laughs> Jesus. <Jeez. laughs> Barrett, your thoughts on all this
3: nonsense. That's absolutely nonsense. (laughs) Hey, that's next
2: level analysis.
1: All right. I won two tournaments last year, okay? I I should carry the screen caps. Mm
3: -hmm. It's almost like you're cheating in a way, though, man. I should
1: pay taxes on my fantasy earnings last
3: year, Barrett. (laughs) But you're playing one against the other, you know, you're two against the other. I mean, I don't know. That's that's like cheating, man. You you pull it from both sides. (laughs) It's called What's stacking? Yeah, you stack the odds, right? I, yeah. I get it. Yes, I get yes.
1: It. stacking the odds. Now, look, if that game is a dud, then I'm cooked, mm-hmm. right? If that game ends up 10 3, and I ran four guys in one game, and that's a 10 3 football game, I'm yeah,
2: st- you're dead. Yeah.
1: So I'm basically building a tower on a roulette table, if that makes sense. <laughs> that's all. I knew you'd understand that analogy.
2: <laughs> yeah, that total's 44 and a half in that Eagles game. I think it's going to go over.
1: Well, I think so also. There's supposed to be swirling winds.
2: There's always swirling
1: winds.
2: Uh, You know where where there needs to be swirling winds is Augusta National Golf Club. There's no wind down there. That's why everybody's playing so well. No wind, no rain. That's
1: what I want to see. That's exactly what I want to see when I leave this place. Like, I want to see it down there. I don't want to see these guys hit through mud. Do you? I don't want to see
2: mud, but I want to see wind. I want to see them have to deal with wind.
1: Looks like there's a little gust behind DJ as I see it right now. A little gust. Not swirling, though.
2: Well. <laughs> a little I'll puff you, of breeze.
1: That swirling wind up there in East Rutherford, mm-hmm. I'm going to go all Souserio on you. That swirling wind up in East Rutherford is going to be a big factor in this mm-hmm. game. Roll under the 44 and a half, man. Oh, boy.
2: Okay. I'm
1: telling you. uh man, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. That, that swirling wind, man. I'll tell you what. Danny Willett by the way, is 6-under. Just making a push
2: here. So he's won there before.
1: He has. Thank mm-hmm. Paul Casey, 7-under. And then three guys tied for the lead right now. Thomas, Johnson, and
3: Im. Your guy. My guy.
1: My guy. Any change on that BC game? You guys still taking BC?
3: Yeah, I, I'm still taking BC. You guys are crazy. Uh, is you it know, still 13-and-a-half?
1: Or- yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with you that you won't jump on this?
2: Cuz I think uh, it's a letdown game for uh, Notre Dame.
1: 12 and a half now.
2: Uh yeah, it's 12 and a half. Well, that shows you money's coming in on BC.
1: Yeah, maybe it's just to drop it. Maybe it's to create a window, Harry. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame. All right, so Notre Dame wins but they don't cover or or do Yes. Okay. yes, Just yes. Make sure. yes. I want to run through It'll cover.
4: Team.
1: Notre Dame wins, they don't cover. Indiana right. You talk about a major opportunity for a letdown facing Ohio State the next week. Mm -hmm. They're only laying a touchdown at Michigan State. I think they win the game and cover, but I think the general perception here is that they don't.
2: I think they cover. I'm going to stay away from that because I I don't know what to make of Michigan State. Okay, but
1: we're not asking you for a sharp play here. I'm just saying your thoughts.
2: Yeah, it's a stay away game.
1: Miami getting points at Va Tech, who just continues to be sneaky good, but it's mm-hmm. only two on the board there.
2: I'd take that's, Va Tech.
1: That's I was going to say that's a money line play for Miami, but okay. Now, the yep. game tonight that, that I, I, and this is, you know, this is my new, this is the Sungji Im of college football for me. Luke Fickle laying 27 and a half at home against East, not Eastern Carolina.
2: Uh, I'd have to lean Cincinnati there.
1: How about taking the over here? 55 points. You guys telling me that East Carolina's not going to score? You know Cincinnati's going to light it up.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably an over.
1: 55? What 50.
2: about Minnesota and Iowa? Is that tonight? That's another one, too. Yeah.
1: And that is absolutely tonight. Mm-hmm. Now, this this is a good football game between two teams that are not really doing anything. is that is that a fair way to encapsulate what's happening tonight absolutely Absolutely. i'll watch this game tonight you've got look you've got some good football on tonight you've got iowa Minnesota. you've got east carolina at cincinnati and then you also have lane kiffin out there yeah that can't be a terrible night you've got three games you could roll through
2: Wait, Lane Kiffin's tonight?
1: Oh, no, sorry. You all, And then how about the Arkansas-Florida game just before we break? Arkansas-Florida game. That's Saturday. Correct. That's Saturday. Yeah. Any? There's a belief here that Arkansas can hang in this game.
2: Boy, there's a ton of money on Arkansas, too. Yeah.
3: And it's only dropped about a half point. Mm-hmm. They've been playing well, man. They're getting better. Yeah,
2: they are getting normal. better. They're getting better. All right, here's yeah, the big one I you. would think they can hang. Here's
1: Here's the big one for you. Wisconsin only laying four at the big house. Oh, God.
2: I, I've grown to hate Michigan. hate
1: Michigan. You have to take them, right? Michigan? No, Wisconsin. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I...
1: short line because I think Wisconsin hasn't played football in five years. Well, All yeah, right. they haven't yep. because of
2: COVID. And I think they only played one game, right? And that was a yep. blowout. <laughs> yes, yes. The quarterback looked amazing.
1: All right, we're gonna wrap the hour, but in the break. Harry's going to give his thoughts on this 26 point Owls line. It's the middle Philly slash the middle and
2: sports map radio. What do you think, Harry? Central Florida on really? the road.
1: God, 26 points, Harry.
2: Yeah. Uh, Central Florida just plays so fast. Their Maybe quarterback it. is really good. Is,
3: Track uh, stars
1: out there. Is, uh, why am I blanking on his name? Is he back? Anthony? Rusto?
2: Yeah. I'm not sure he's still even if he plays he's got a bad shoulder he hasn't been accurate they can't run the football really well um I would I would go central Florida wow now they can they can hang a lot of points on you fast well
1: here's the thing maybe we should be looking at this 76 is the total wow I mean how much can you get from Temple
2: well, they're telling you that uh UCF's gonna probably hit 50.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Can I get 28 points from Temple?
2: I don't know, man. Four touchdowns. Right? I don't know.
1: Now I could get 60 points from UCF. That's the problem. Right. <laughs> right. Well, look at that SMU game, too. There's something about I, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I just don't trust Tulsa in this thing. People are in love with Tulsa.
2: Why do you trust SMU?
1: They've been playing well.
2: Yeah, so is Tulsa. They're not bad. No,
1: they're not. But I don't know if I like... Boy,
2: Illinois Rutgers. That's that's an awful game. Awful.
1: Oh, my goodness. Major.
2: What about Penn State?
1: Yeah, three points. At Nebraska. Mm Mm-hmm. Another awful game, Northwestern-Purdue. You're right. Um, I actually went over on that game. I, I took it. I, I went over 56
2: and a half. Which, Penn State?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Both of these teams are just waiting to break out. You know?
2: <laughs> yeah, I Penn State kid. lost that running back for good, man. Poor kid. Yeah, he's got I some heart it. issue. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. hard part. It's sad. Yeah, what was that, it Journey Brown, right? Isn't yeah, that his name?
3: Yeah. Yep. Really tough. Yeah. <laughs> Team leader and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh,
1: over on the Notre Dame, BC game, 49.5. Took Arkansas at 17, Wisconsin at 4. Went over the Penn State, Nebraska game. Took Wake, plus way too much for UNC to be land. 14 um, points.
2: Yeah. The lines have been weird for North yeah. Carolina games, yeah. haven't they? Yes. Yeah. Um actually, I think he might get an inspired effort out of Penn State this weekend.
1: Think so?
2: Yeah, I
1: think East Carolina actually at plus 27 and a half. I forgot about that. To now either. I have to root Radio against Cincinnati? Cincinnati.
2: Oh, good luck.
1: It's like rooting against Sung Jae-im. Oh. Stacked up, racked up. <laughs>
7: Listening to the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network,
5: presented by Rocket Mortgage,
7: live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
1: All right, final minute for us. We'll hit overtime in a couple and join you again on a Monday, 11 o'clock Eastern time in the morning for another edition of the middle.
2: All right, what are we going to be saying? What's, what's going to lead on Monday? Okay, Carson Wentz turned it around.
1: Two things, two things. What's going to lead for us from the Eagles Giants game and what's going to lead overall? We only have a minute, so I'll jam this in really fast. We're going to be talking about the Eagles struggling to win another game against a bad team and Sung J M winning the Masters. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think you're gonna we're gonna be talking about the Eagles struggling to win against a bad team, and either Je- Justin Thomas or Dustin Johnson get their second major championship.
3: Mm, I'm Barrett. just saying, Eagles. Um, Eagles QB plays consistent game, game mm-hmm. managing game, and they win the game. And I don't know if I'm gonna be able to take it that far with the Masters yet.
9: Oh, you can take it with college. let <laughs> okay. i think,
3: That's
1: all just take it with college. What I think, I think we
2: might need to play Eagles all around before we get out of here on overtime.
1: Oh, yeah? Is that something that would help us get into a good mood? No, I don't need, I don't get, need that. Get in me into the
3: mood. <laughs> Hold on. Let me find it for you. Oh, Easy. you don't have to. You
1: don't have to. All I need to do is just type Eagles, Eagles all around rap. And guess who's tweet pops up on Clark. That thing is on, man.
2: Uh, telling you. A berserker swordsman says, no, please don't.
1: I need to hear it too. I just need to hear all that enabling in the background. Right. That's, that's the point.
3: That. that's, that's what you love the most. Yeah. The fact that people him. are rooting him on you yeah. that.
2: those women. Right. Yeah. 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 And aren't they spelling out eagles? Isn't yeah, that what e- they're saying? Hey, G L E S
1: hypnotic. <laughs> it is. It's painfully hypnotic. All right, I found it, man. It's over. All right. You would find. I'm telling you, this is this is it. This is why I'm, I'm taking the giants, man. Just because this this video still good. <laughs> Got no other analysis than
2: that. Boy, I... Yeah, I don't know if I like that Seahawks game anymore.
1: No? Why? Because they were so bet? Yeah. let's drop to one and a half. I know. Mm. The Rams are such a difficult team to figure out, though. They are. Like The Rams could just come in here and, and put up 34, or they can come in and just look like god-awful.
2: They like to run the ball.
3: Yes, that's how they set up the ranch the yeah,
1: they're not throwing the football no. down the field anymore. No. Even with two good wide receivers, they're mm-hmm.
2: not. But that's what I'm but, saying. Their head coach has realized what the shortcomings are of his quarterback. So he's now calling games a little differently, right? They have to. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but how – okay, so let's look at this. Last kind of thing we can close the book before we hit Eagles all around and get out of here on overtime. <laughs> but – how see no i don't know how many people like jared goff for example he'll make a bad decision and he's not a great quarterback and carson wentz is making bad a lot of these guys are making bad decisions i get it but it feels like even if and i don't want to take him off the hook but even if doug peterson was more aggressive in changing the game plan around and you had a play that would work where somebody's running down the field or whatever it may be or there are short play routes that are designed for receivers and tight ends and backs to get open. You still have to deal with this just component, this maddening component of the guy holding on to the football so long. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I don't know how you coach your way out of that or well, steam your way out of that. Sorry.
3: Defensive coordinators get paid a lot of money to stop, you know, things like, that. and you, you're talking about a team that, has a, a office coordinator slash head coach that's a, supposed to be a savant, you know, an, an offensive guru. Mm-hmm. Well, it, you know, football is football is football. I mean, nothing's changed in football. What he does, he runs the ball to open up the play action. He had quality running backs in order to, you know, when he did it, when he had girly and guys like that. Well, now they have a subpar um, running back. So now you're trying to ask, you know, the defense to get sucked up by the run. You know, that way you have Cooper Cup, you know, running across the middle of the field wide open because the linebackers are vacated because they came up to stop the run. But then teams are not doing that. Teams are playing them head up. So now they're making the quarterback um, win the game for him and he can't do it. So, you know, it's just elementary how you know, teams do that, just like with the Ravens. They aren't doing the same things they used to do because teams are playing them head up now. They used to have to blitz them and everything like that. Well, they're not blitzing them anymore. They're just keeping them in a the box, uh, Jackson in the pocket and playing defense or corralling things up in front of them. The only you know the only team that really can do this actually is uh is um the Chiefs cuz you have to respect the run and the pass with them. So you have to game plan them a lot differently than you do other teams.
2: Rams still run the ball pretty good.
3: Mm.
2: You don't not, like not Anderson?
3: Really? No, not really. No.
1: No. Well, they also have uh the kid that they drafted too.
3: He's a pounder, a bruiser.
1: Yeah, that's all I'm saying is they they out they don't abandon it though. That's the thing, right? Right, is that they they just simply don't abandon it. But my point of it is, it's like I I don't know Sunday is going to be such a big indicator of if Carson Wentz is is really able to turn stuff around. If you can't turn it around with people back. Right, then this season is going to be looked like it's lost.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. He he's right? got to have a much better game, especially if he gets Goddard back. Correct. And the running back, Sanders. Yeah, there's no excuses then. Mm-hmm.
1: And normally, look, normally it's unfair to hold somebody to that standard, right? Normally, it's unfair to look at that. And say, well, you need style points like style points in the NFL should never really exist. As Barrett can attest, it's pretty difficult to beat anybody in the NFL week to week. Mm -hmm. But Carson has played himself into that hole to where now he has really no, no choice but to put on some style points.
8: Instead
2: of style points, how about just a clean game? As I like to say, no turnovers.
3: That's what I said, a, yeah. a, a, a consistent game. I mean, a, a, you know, he just manages the offense. Just manage the offense, and, and you know, the players will take care of themselves. You know, yeah. just be a, a a quarterback that doesn't make mistakes. Don't beat your team. What's great- back, Let them develop.
1: We haven't even seen that yet.
3: Nope.
1: No. We really haven't, and, and that's why I think, to answer your point, Harry, just fueled by Barrett's breakdown, I, I do think that, will be okay, but it's more like an exhale. If Carson Wentz just manages the game, and if Carson Wentz puts up the numbers that you said, Harry, and combine what Barrett broke down with what you expect as just a don't mess it up type game, it kind of just gets us back to normal, doesn't it? Yes. It kind of just allows us to exhale, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't really do anything to give us kind of this hope. If the guy comes out, and he threw for 300-plus yards last time, but again, a lot of that was in the fourth quarter, he had to come back from it. If he comes out, throws for three thirty, three touchdowns, no interceptions, no fumbles, then at least you can tack something on to that, tangible on to that.
2: Yeah, but then won't you say, "Yeah, well, but it was against the Giants"? No, not no,
3: and not 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 with this division. Yeah, not with how weak this division is.
1: Yeah, no, normally, every other year, I think you would, Harry, but in this <laughs> particular case, I, I think we have to take every single small
3: victory as it comes. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> consistency or win. when we have enough talent, it's just consistency from our quarterback position is what we're lacking right now.
2: All right. Now we need this guy in the Carson Wentz Jersey here. There he is.
3: Now is it not playing?
2: Uh, I don't that's hear
1: legal. it. I, it's barely. Oh, just barely. Well,
2: that's yeah. Not. I don't hear it. We need that up. Oh, we need the volume.
1: Don't worry. I got it for you. I got it for you. Cause the video
2: it. by itself is nothing. No, no, it's terrible. We no. got to hear the singing. We got to hear the chorus behind him.
3: Okay, well, let me uh, let me get it on a different platform.
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
3: Oh, yeah, no, you're, you're you're his biggest inhibitor, uh, <laughs> Harry. <laughs> Harry, <laughs> Harry, <laughs> Harry, you just you just geeking him up. I he, know. He's, he's excited to do I'll it. I'll play too. this all day. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously,
1: like this guy is yet to be held accountable for this, and I, I, I think, <laughs> you know, there's something to that. This guy single handedly lost a football game two years ago. You know. They, they had no shot beating the New Orleans Saints after this one. And now the
3: Eagles all around, huh? Yeah.
1: Now look at oh, you go. You, you want a little Eagles? Yeah, all we gotta do it. Is this gonna get you fired up for yes. Eagles uh, Giants? Yes. You know, it's like instead of calling in and giving an Eagles chant, mm-hmm. we send this out to everybody.
3: Eagles, eagles, eagles all around, eagles, eagles, eagles all around now. Witches on the field, he's bringing them down. Jumping from the middle, Saying touchdown. Giants in the
4: goal, yo, you don't know. Roses in the goal, yo, you don't know. Eagles, eagles, eagles all around, eagles, eagles, eagles all around now. Cox is on the deep, bring it on the attack. Jenkins on the pick, he's on the back. Watch out, watch
5: out, watch out for that Watch out! Watch out! Watch out for E.G. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles all around. Saints are going oh, down. is my favorite watch part. out,
9: Watch out! for Watch out! Watch out for
4: E.G.
2: <laughs> yes. Watch out! Watch out! Watch out for Bennett. So so E.A.G.L.E.S.
7: <laughs> <laughs> right, that's killing me right now.
1: <laughs> like that, that's he's me right he's, proud, now. He's most proud of himself on that line. Watch yeah. out! Watch, watch out,
2: out! Watch, watch out. out
3: for Bennett. That, he's, he'll never be prouder than that. Oh, no, hold on, hold on. But the back of the back, they're just spelling eagles. E A G
2: L E S. It's hypnotic. It's
4: cold-like,
3: isn't it? It really
1: is. Seriously, I, I'm just waiting for somebody to pop up with, like, a Koresh face or something. It
2: gets, it gets oh. Aton into a trance.
1: Oh, it's the call of the siren. <laughs> watch out, watch out, watch out for Bennett. All right. <laughs> on that no i i guarantee if the eagles are down at all in this game i'm posting that i think mm-hmm. we it, it's it's chickens coming back i'm telling you it's all we had the opportunity to stomp that out 2 years ago but instead it still lingers mm-hmm. all right it's I like the curse of the great bambino it's mm-hmm. like that bartman curse it's like oh the the goat right remember the old goat the billy goat Man, you got me crying, man. That was the Cubs,
3: too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have a great uh, I'm gonna have a great weekend now, man. Eagles are gonna blow them out. I'm just gonna have a great weekend now because all I hear is EAGLES. You know, Barrett's gonna be working on that table, yeah.
1: Somebody's gonna come in and be like, watching
2: golf. How many hours of golf are you gonna watch this weekend? Boston is gonna
1: come in. Barrett working on the table, watching golf. E-A-G-L-E-S. E-A-G-L-E. She's going to think mind has been uh, taken over by aliens. The, watch,
3: out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> watch out, watch out,
1: watch out. Watch
8: out. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. All right. All right, fellas. slash The Middle. We're back on Monday. Enjoy your weekend. The philosophy of guys, my work as an attorney, is number one that we are in place of a position of trust and that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client that a client just simply isn't another number uh while we may have many cases here um, the client only has one and they deserve the utmost attention information and a full and candid